Welcome to the Pour Up Podcast. I am Mike Lake in the building. Yo, 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 I'm knocking at the door. I am CP34. Steve's coming. Look alive. Cash money bags, aka the fitness eddy. I thought you was going to rhyme that, a lot with something. No, that's that's it, all? What's, what's going on? No yeah. other AKs? I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed I, I, in that, actually. I'll give them a little bit later on. You can't, yeah. give, you can't give them everything all at once, Claw. You know what I'm saying? I sometimes, don't know about that. Sometimes you got to edge them. Sometimes you got to get them all. A little bit of preparation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see what he did too. Uh, uh, never hurt nobody. So you may notice, and, and I could be wrong, but I believe I'm right. You may notice something different. You can actually hear all three of us at the same time now. And I wish I had like poppers to pop thought, up. Yeah, right you now. did say you were gonna do that. Uh, no, I, I didn't get a chance to get over to the uh, Phantom Fireworks down the street to get that. But we're working, y'all, and we always try to commit to making sure that we sound a little good for y'all because that is why we do this. It is not to get a bag. It is just so that y'all can see how awesome we are and bring you amazing no, fireworks content. No, it's the bag. Oh, okay. It's the bag. Oh. <laughs> so well, don't, you well, take the high road. I, I heart radio. Don't put that in my contract. I do want a bag. Oh, okay. That, they, <laughs> no, no, I was just use, joking. We're going to use the audio kidding. from this part. I was just kidding. No, That's no, contract that. negotiation. So, uh, split, two, uh, split two ways, and I just get a bag of peanuts and a smile. I, if even. <laughs> yeah, if that. even. Because you do it for the love. That's what you said. That is what you said. I do it for the love. It'd be nice to get paid, but I'll tell you what. I, I do love doing this with y'all, 100%. The stress, the, the it's almost 7.15. I got shit to do on my desk still at work and stuff, and the kids are screaming, but it's this is like a... It's a good, it's a good yeah, thing. Therapy to do. session. It is a therapy session, actually. It is good. It I, is. I can see how that could be such a thing. Yeah. Um, I was looking at Steve, to make sure he was talking in his mic. No, it's okay. Or is he? I think he is. He's talking over it a little bit, but just a little bit. He doesn't want to hide up. his. He don't want to hide his beautiful face. That's all. It's good. <laughs> he, he, look alive. Look alive. <laughs> all right. So what's going on? How y'all week been, man? How y'all mental? How y'all space? You good? You in a good, healthy space club mentally? I am in a good, healthy mental space. I think. Um, it's nice to to get to the end of the weekend and not have a sh- – I, I have a lot of shit at the beginning of the week that I had to do, but by mm-hmm. the end of the week, I was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at my plate, and I'm like, it ain't so bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's basically the plate lesson is just – plate was a little fancy this week. Did you say fancy? Yeah, fancy. It looked yeah. a little bit better. Uh, my plate, plate was China this week. My, my plate was fancy, but my plate was fancy, but uh, we didn't even go to the good cookout. We went to the cookout where they where they, uh, they grilling their steaks on the, on the, on the stove. Ain't no hot dogs that are burnt edges with the with the split down the middle. It's it's a perfectly boiled hot dog. Yeah, that, that's the kind of that's the kind of cookout. We, we know what kind of cookout you was at. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the cookout. It was it's a cookout. It was a outside. How are you, Mike? How's your mental space? I'm good, man. Mental is always good. Uh, blessed in that. Blessed in and that. highly favored. I was gonna say blessed and highly favored. Then I remember the hashtag uh, moisturized and unbothered. I love that it's one. Too. Moisturized and unbothered. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you can see, my head got a good shine on it. But no, yes. for real, in all, in all seriousness, everything's going great. Work is going good. Uh, I'm trying to get the youngin' with his head on straight. I ain't too, too much. But for the first time this week, I actually, for the first time this week, for the first time in my life, I had some dental work done today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. What, what you got done? What you got oh, done? Bro, I got the fakes. You see these, these shits? is all fake. No, I got the, I got a, a filling. My first cavity. Actually, once you're going to, um. You supposed to you supposed to be going to jail soon. You got your mouth ready for jail. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, these are removable. Oh damn! <laughs> Yo, so keep myself right. safe. So I just got to say this. Hey, and Steve, how's your mental? Yeah, so, man, I'm so, great. Thanks so for asking. I wasn't Steve. even done talking. No, about no, 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 because 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 it's on it's on literally it's on track with what you're talking about right now. So I just moved. Fuck um, week, right? And I don't know what happened. We, we lost. Talk about this bull hot dogs. We lost the screen or something. Something happened here. I don't know. It's show black. Something went wrong with the streaming connection. It ended. I don't know why. Retry. Uh, let's get us back in. Retry. Until we figure that out. And you were saying, because it's still. Retry. Wait, my shit's still on there. Yo, it's still on there? Say something. Tut, 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 tut. Yeah. 
No, it's not connecting to the, to the. No, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Well, we was here Whoa! Whole time. I don't know what happened, y'all. We, we were gone. See, it's, you know what's funny? The no, devil. The devil is a dirty lie. I Go ahead. It's because you tried to move on before we finished. Yeah, you was, you I wasn't moving on. I was talking about <laughs> something relating to your teeth, your fake teeth. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, Steve. We'll talk about it. <laughs> We're not even done with me before we even get Go to, to you. I'm going to keep looking at the stream, make sure it's good to I go. Finish what I was saying. I got my first, uh, I was going to say root canal, fucking filling. That was crazy. This is my first dental work ever, ever, anything. I never had nothing done to my mouth. But um, Liar. No, that is. I'm pretty sure you had lots done to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of vaginas set there. But that's, okay, know. that's something. Don't, nothing, don't. nothing what you was insinuating. Oh, whatever. <laughs> But anyway, um, it was an interesting situation, and you know, floss. I do, but do it more. Sh- yeah, shit happens. Steve, how was your week, brother? How how was your mental? I'm good, man. You know, I'm I'm thriving. I'm feeling great. Can't complain. My week was uh busy as usual, but um I'm here, and uh, ain't nothing wrong. Definitely get your dentals right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely um, you know what I'm saying? I definitely at, not only go to the dentist, I also go to my to my grill man every few years or so. You got to upgrade, you got to upgrade those. You know, you got to stay. You know, you got to stay on the move. You know, I'm a, the gold mouth dog. You know what I'm saying? Let's not forget. <laughs> That's a throwback. So Let's I get it. So I will say, um, I've had a lot of dental work done, and it's and it's the craziest thing because I, I don't like needles, and I've been worrying about getting a COVID COVID shot because I don't like needles. Now I'm gonna get it because I just haven't had time to go. I have my schedule for next week, but I just thought about that. I've literally had over the last. Two months, two three months. I probably had about sixteen needles in my mouth because they've been going in like and and just I had cavities and I didn't go to the dentist for like three years and they gone in. They, they I got I got some crowns on. I got some some teeth pushed together because I was getting cavities because my teeth are straight but there there's little gaps in between so food gets in there easily and if you don't literally if I don't floss after every meal. Mm. I'll miss something. So doing once or twice a day is not enough. I have to literally have to floss at least five times a day. It's crazy. So you'll notice I got a fl- I got a thing of floss you, you over there. You eat five times a day? Huh? <laughs> you yeah, eat five times a day. <laughs> yes, that's how many times you're supposed to eat a day. Just Why are you laughing, Mike? Mike's like five. That's <laughs> your reaction. Because <laughs> you your reaction, like, like, like you hit him with the you hit him with the hum when you heard him. Five. No, you hit him with the hum when you heard him. I have five meals before nine a.m. I actually had zero meals today, which is nuts. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, so what? So Steve, sorry, sorry to interrupt your your mental. You're talking about your mental, but you good? Yeah, 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 yeah we good. good. Yeah, we good. So all right, so so Mike was talking about having fake teeth in his mouth, and it's crazy because there's this TikTok that keeps popping up, and I don't know if it's a I TikTok or you know what I'm talking For about. For the record, I don't have fake teeth. Oh, the makeup girl. Hold on, it ain't just makeup, homie. She takes out her teeth. Her lashes come yeah, off, her makeup, her hair. And how do you feel about that? Because what, I wish there was something I could literally put on and not be fat. Well, for, and, and, like, and like fool everybody into thinking that I'm not a, a, a fat dude. I definitely respect her mouth. I like how she can take out her teeth. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And some, Grannies beware. Gummy, gummy bear here and there. Steve, you, you be hanging out at Shady, Shady, Pine, Shady, Pines, uh, Shady Pines Rest Home? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes nah. you, hey, who's... You don't think so? So you think good women stop being good at old age clubs? Uh, no, yeah, not, not at Mr. all. Mr. James would have more oh, to say. Mr. Than that. James, <laughs> I'm getting a shirt that says Mr. James or future all Mr. I, James or something like that. You know what I'm saying you just, you just, you Mr. James Jr. You just feed Miss Shirley. You just <laughs> no, because that's that's a that's a joke on me. If you call yeah. me Mr. James Jr. Well, the joke is on you. Whatever. <laughs> just make sure Miss Shirley has a, has her applesauce and soft peaches. You know what I mean? And she good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Miss Shirley. You just Sal- feed every salute, now and salute all the Shirleys and. Bethels, and, Ethels, and Bethels, all that. Bethels, Ethels, Blanches. And, and whenever you want some steak, just let it put back in her teeth, and you'll still get oh steak. Oh, my God. Ain't nothing wrong with older women. I think they're underrated, and I don't like the way you're talking about them. Older how? How older? How much older are you talking about? Granny. 
Bingo. Great. They play bingo. Sam Lee Stone. So you're saying right now at your age of 36 years old, mm-hmm. you would be perfectly okay uh, putting down a 75-year-old. Facts. Let, well, them, let them look at... Look, let them and I'm look not talking about part. a 75-year-old that looks like Patty LaBelle. I'm talking about a 75-year-old that looks like uh, well, Miss Seeley from... The I'm not <laughs> messing with that at a 20-year-old yeah, Miss yeah, Seeley. So, yeah, no, like, you look like Miss, you're Miss That's Seeley. That's true. I got you. <laughs> so, no, you Give still, me an example. As long as a change person. Example of like she got a change person. She just got to look great. I see, I don't know her name or nothing, but... I'm a, Damn, if I find her Instagram, y'all I'm a know she's definitely an older woman, huh? I'm a disrespecter, and Lord forgive me. Please don't let me go to hell from this, but Cicely Tyson. She was a very attractive, yeah, definitely facts. Ninety-five-year-old yeah. woman. I'm definitely, take, I'm, I'm definitely. I don't want to partake in, in convo like this about Cecily, but a Cecily, a Cecily. That's what I meant. A Cecily Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you know how old I'm. Def- uh, I'm definitely Felicia down. Is. I'm definitely oh, down Felicia, to go to Felicia get it. can get it. Just cause. Ah, it was my computer. Uh, but it's okay. we'll, I'm we'll definitely down to get, go to um Danny's for an early bird special. That's <laughs> definitely a fact. Danny's for after. an early bird get special. That that's that's discount? what they get. That's, oh my that's goodness! The people, you, you never ate dinner at three thirty? Uh, I have not eaten dinner at three thirty before. That's crazy. Man. Um, get but your, get your older woman. Absolutely. You know, what I just realized something. I just grabbed the mouse from over there. I'm a stupid person. A computer is just it will, it will yeah, work from yeah, that far. It'll work from that far. Uh, but I'll grab it in a minute because I'm a dummy. Uh, but no, you literally you. <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know how we got here. But y'all don't feel betrayed by her because how many other females do you think are doing that? Well, uh, I mean, a lot of people look different once they remove makeup and, and, and that's, that's and a hair different hair level of magic. Though. That's, that's she becomes an entirely different person. Oh, and I don't feel I know offended about her. You said how I feel about it in general. Just oh, this was, one specific case. Uh, that. Comment on it in general based off of this one case because if if she can do it, that means that there's probably a lot of, a lot of other females that are just as. Uh, remember that action figure that you just switched? Remember the, remember the uh, remember the turtles that would flip heads, hit a little button, yeah. <laughs> flips head. That's yeah, basically yeah. her. She could literally be a completely different. And I'm not talking about oh she's in no makeup, hair tied up, and her sweats. That's sexy, like like Drake says. I'm talking about I'm removing teeth. It, it, it reminds me of that situation where the dude was suing his ex-wife because... The Asian she, woman. Yeah, because she had a baby that didn't look at all like her because she had all this work done. <laughs> and, and that's a wild situation. I will say this. I'm not mad at people wanting to improve their appearance. But if we're talking my preferences and what I want in a mate or a situation, usually tend to lean towards girls who don't mind wearing a little makeup, but nothing that's just going to drastically change your face. You know, like remember the, remember the little meme where it was like four squares... And you see somebody start to put on makeup and they turn into like Trey Songs or something. <laughs> yeah. Like we ain't talking just totally from Mike to Trey Songs. Trey Songs. Distance. But within reason, like accenting your face is cool. Do, yeah. do what you do though. Yeah, absolutely. But the male version of that, I mean, you can throw in some Spanx Club. Uh I don't think there's no amount of amount of, no amount uh matter you, of you spanks spank that can make me look like I have abs. You couldn't spank that it. That chick looked she looked fairly decent. Not, not, not my cup of wait, tea, wait, wait. but her makeup transformation to she you. She looked great. The equivalent to you is abs. <laughs> I, I don't know why he's laughing. I was, I, that was a genuine question. I mean, what, what are you trying to say? So to me, to me, look less like a fat ass versus her going from a, a, a think, no teeth having looking hag to, to a, a decent looking female. You think that there's actually a comparison like, like for me, like looking fat and then less fat? There, there's no, there's no, like, what are you talking about? Do you believe there are fat, good looking men? I'm one of them. So that's yes, what I was absolutely. saying. So that was the, I'm going to even give you a bail. You want to do. I appreciate it. But the question, that was the question. Yeah. Your equivalence of you, her. Any, anyone Jill let pipe? <laughs> men? Yeah. Any, no, any men you no, let sir. Pipe? I'm not. Just I'm not. I'm not like that. He gave me my it's props It's cool already. if you are, though. It, happy want, Pride Month. We're going to say this every time. He didn't want to double back on the props. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know. I take them back. 
But no, but I was just asking because you equated her transformation on the facial beauty to having abs. I was just curious. Yeah. If if there is the like, there's plenty of when anything about me is perfect, other than the fact that I literally everything. I think everything about oh, me, you think abs I'm is the tall, last thing. I'm I'm no fit. I'm tall. I'm fair skin. That's not to say that dark skin what's isn't unfair, good. Dark skin is too unfair skin. <laughs> If you're fair skin, then what's unfair skin, Claude? I, I, I'm not. I'm not. This, no, I'm curious. If you a, are fair skin, then I would like to know what's unfair skin. If you're if you're having a hard time taking off your shirt because you think because you didn't realize that you weren't wearing a shirt that was black, <laughs> <laughs> that is unfair. That's skin. why I got the black shirt with the um, lines. But y'all color, <laughs> y'all colorism is awful. We should not do that in the black community. But we are just joking here. But not really. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm just saying, if I had to pick out one thing about myself, and we will have a good discussion about this, I think, in the next month's uh, episodes coming up. But I would just say, if I had to pick out something about myself, I would say my weight is probably really the only That's thing. The if, I had to, if I had to really think about it, y'all y'all comment, please, please come for me. Anybody who knows me has ever dated me, please come for me. I would love to <laughs> rebuke your bullshit. Uh, please come at me. Uh, my cousins watch this. One of my cousins is going to be on the show today. She'll probably have something to say about that as well. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything else wrong. I don't, I don't think that me being fat is it wrong. I just think that if I had to like aesthetically pick one thing, that would probably be the only thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with any black with any black male, any black person at all. There's nothing wrong. In oh, that's dope. I agree. You're, you're, I'm not mad at you. You're, you're, you're perfectly designed. Exactly. You're exactly yeah. how I designed you. I mean, yeah. how God designed you. Yeah. You know, I'm just a man donut warrior instead of a man dingo warrior. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's just, it is what it is. Hey, y'all got y'all good? Y'all, y'all, y'all happy? Y'all happy with this? Uh, Steve, sir, I'm gonna show the graphic and I'm gonna hope you got something to put us on. Oh, uh. Not one of us, not one of us. I'm a stupid person. So, Steve, cash, cash money, uh, the vampire. Yeah, Don't believe what they say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you going to put us on today, Steve? All right, today. First off, because I was a little hyped off of Banks just dropping, right? So, by the way, Claw, you're going to have to check out that Lloyd Banks. Okay. You're going to have to. I didn't get I a will. chance to listen yet. I will. But I will. Did you get a chance to listen to the, um, the, the voice in the hero? The voice of the heroes? I listened to a couple songs off of it. I listened to that specific title track and maybe one or two more than I got to where I was going. Oh. I was on the way to somewhere. I was on the way to somewhere. <laughs> two phenomenal projects. Anyway, I kind of figured out a way how I can spin this a little bit. It won't always be about music, but I would like to discuss music sometimes. And being we no, so rarely do, I, I figured I could kind of spin this post into, into, into this. So anyways, tomorrow, dropping, which I'm super excited about and other people... Maybe as well. I do not know about YouTube. YouTube can tell me after this. But if y'all do not know, Migos are dropping tomorrow. Culture three. Okay. I'm super excited for this for this to drop. It's been a while since um since we had been? a full Migos uh project, let alone um a, a, a culture. But um they seem to have amazing features. For one, they have a Drake feature, which I'm and I don't know if y'all fuck with Polo G at all or even know who that is. No. How about Juice World? I'm sure y'all are Juice aware. World, yeah, yeah. All right, so those are just, and they got Pop Smoke also in here. So I'm curious about the Pop Smoke verse. Yeah, I'm more excited about the Drake feature, but I'm always down to, uh, to uh, hear some Polo G. Is the Juice World one the the, the, the obviously it's post uh, posthumous? Uh, posthumous, yeah. thank you. Is that is that the, probably the last feature that he has? Or I don't know about his there? very last feature because a lot of times people do features for people and they can sit on these verses yeah. for yeah, years. Yeah. Maybe they, they work something out, they can even fix it to where it fits the verse perfectly. So I'm not sure okay. when he did this for them. Or whatnot, but that record featuring Juice World is called Antisocial, which oh. all do okay, will, get, yeah. will get tomorrow. Yeah. And um, their leading their leading single coming into it is called Straightening. I don't know if you heard that, 
But actually, it's uh something Floyd came out to when he um just fought Paul. If y'all, if that's I, the record, I did not hear. Okay, it, but talk to me about it. As far as what? Like, well, why you brought it up? Oh, just to try to make Spend you familiar song. with yeah. what's... Oh, okay. What's, what's coming? Right. So I, if you fuck with that record, which I do, you're probably going to be a lot more of that. A lot of turn on music. Um, obviously, you got some supers. Dude, see, I was thinking today, right? I was comparing the, the Migos. Like, I was thinking of a, a three-man group. And then I got... I went immediately to uh, to the Locks, which is Jada Kiss Style Speed yep. and Sheik Looch. Yep. And I was just like, I consider the Migos superstars. As much as the locks are literally in my probably top five rap groups to ever exist, they yeah. are considered superstars. I already know where you're going. I already. But it's, and it's also the with, the, with the same with the same talk about it, them being superstars, the Migos, they all three aren't superstars. Yeah, they only they two are as a unit. Yeah. And then there's Takeoff. Even though Takeoff is actually my personal favorite Migo, and it's and that's what got me to D Block and. And the Migos take because obviously the world know if y'all know me, y'all know how I feel about Jada Kiss, but there's Sheik fucking Looch, who yeah. who is like the takeoff for the group. But literally I bought everything Sheik Looch has ever done. I didn't buy everything Jada Kiss has done, even though Jada Kiss is my favorite uh Locks member. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Kiss or about Sheik that just draws me to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Similar to Takeoff. And then I was like, how come they're considered a soup that's they're considered superstars? And locks aren't. I don't know somebody popped in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, honey. Yeah. So anyway, the put on Spider, is the, the the put on is definitely um Migos. the Migos Culture Three. Y'all definitely check that shit out. I'm locked in first. At actually not first, not not first thing in the morning. At ten o'clock, I'm locked in. Ha, ha, before, uh, sorry to interrupt oh, you for before, but me. what's the um what's the what was the, the time difference in between the two? I'll have to look exactly days. But we're talking at least no, no, no. no. We're oh, talking, pop. Are we no, no, you talking about the culture? Are we also Kendrick long? type shit? Like they Ooh, literally. That was about three, four years. Yeah, they, they're yeah. spaced out. Hold on, I would have to look it up for exactly. About four years. Uh, culture two was twenty eighteen. Okay, was three years. Oh, okay, that's not bad. That's not well. I mean, if they've been working on it, uh, expectations. I think they took a little break and they did a little solo shit. Some yeah, other shit well, they had to have going. They were right, the first culture dropped in uh, twenty seventeen. They came with two in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm, and then that. it breathed for three years. And now we're in twenty twenty one with culture three. Okay, but between that time, they also did all three release solo projects. Solo well. projects, yeah, I was about along to ask, with yeah. along with all the other, other shit on that label. They are right. Uh, okay, working on so Cardi's working. album and a whole bunch of shit. That's what I was talking about. It's probably working on Cardi's shit. album. And, uh, one of them had a kid. Like there's, there's a lot of shit that went down. So yeah, they, um, but the Migos they've been very active. Yeah, yeah. They've been uh, in commercials and shit? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. They've been <laughs> in commercials. Expectations, Steve? What's your expectations on it? Pop in? I'm, I'm pretty... Hi, yeah, hi, absolutely. Hi. Okay. I, I expect hi the Migos to give me what them, purposes. Yeah. I expect the Migos to give me what the Migos always give me. I do not think they'll under-deliver at all. I and think it's dropping gonna, tomorrow? Yeah. I believe I'm going to get a We're going to get a Migos right. project. So I so in your mind, probably going to be popping it's off at a lot a, of beach, gonna, beach parties gonna, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's going to be and it, perfect time for the summer. summer. Yeah, that's what yeah. I and, and, and the outside is open. So okay. Migos, yes. what, a, what a time to drop. Absolutely. Yeah, um, did, he, did he say outside was open? What did you drop? I dropped the marker. Did you want to get down and get it? No, sir. Pause. No, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> wow, then. Uh, Steve, as always, thank you for the point. On. I actually am going to check it because I, surprisingly yeah, enough, go I like... I know, I know, but I actually like Migos is like, I, but I, I like, I Clark's like gonna listen vibey, to from partying. I like Migos. And also, uh, my significant other likes Migos and is always playing in the house. So I, mm. by, by diffusion, was like, damn, what's that? Broccoli? What is that? Stir fry. What are you talking about? 
Okay, cool. Let me get on this. I, I had no <laughs> idea where that was going. <laughs> uh, do I have to? Do you want me to wrap it? Is what you're trying to get at again? I, I did invite you to bring some bars one day, but you never brought it. Never mind. All right. Uh, thank you, Steve, for the put on. I appreciate that. Oh yeah, absolutely. One hundred, y'all. Uh, so, gentlemen, I think it's time to get into the mix. Mount Riot carried to come to us for that little graphic there. Um, once again, I will dance all the way to the bank, sing it in the mix, and then write her a check. Because that means that we've arrived. Um, she's going to bankrupt us. She, <laughs> yeah, I don't, think think we, so? I don't think we can afford tomorrow. You think right? she's going to take my house and everything? Really? Mm-hmm. For what? For like for like two yeah, seconds? So she, sometimes you got to make an example out of individuals. That is true. Uh, <laughs> you know what's sometimes crazy? Sometimes you got you to kill an ant with a sledgehammer. It's sometimes. crazy you say that because Vanilla mm-hmm. Ice was popping when he dropped Ice Ice Baby. And then Queen got a hold of the, the, the I think the Freddie Mercury's estate or whoever was, was running Queen's business at that time. Uh, when he did that. Dun, 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 dun. Like literally that little three seconds of music. And his ass paid like a lot of money for that. Like a lot of money. Even one day credit, man. Yeah. got to pay the creators. Oh, yeah. So, Mariah Carey, it's all you. So, it's like in a bag, you get some Mariah. I'll send you a, a check every time we play it. It might be a $5 check, but it's going <laughs> to be for a everything check. we got. All right, gentlemen. So, uh, if y'all are watching this, uh, welcome back. We did lose uh, we did lose signal for like two seconds. It wasn't on our end. It was 100% on Restream's end. Thank you, Restream, for bringing us back into it. I saw that we are live still. Um, so, if you're looking at us, the topic of this today's episode, it, going along with our, five, our, our four-week theme of Juneteenth, is uh, blacks and African Americans in the media. Um, and when I say media, I mean, uh, we mean, what? Mike, help me out here. We mean... I mean, all forms all of media. media. We're not just talking TV. We're talking movies, print media, sports media. Uh, damn, Richard and Wallen. We're talking all forms of media. What happened? Oh, it just kicked you out? It k- keep kicking me out. Oh, sorry. I just don't want you in it. Uh, what are you here for? That's unfair skin. <laughs> now you're back um so yeah so absolutely so so basically i'm gonna start off the conversation we're gonna get each other's opinions we'll talk about this like we had the last couple episodes keep it light keep it fun and we do have a, a special guest coming in um after we kind of get our pop off and get get our get our opinions out there but basically i just want to talk about it this way so i read something that says that obviously black people are what 16 percent of the country's uh population right 16 percent of us we live in this 16? country i think or maybe it's even 13 to 16 yeah, i thought it was 13 it's 13 or- Shit, last time I checked, it was like y'all 11. need to do y'all part better than populating. <laughs> I think it's thirteen. It could be sixteen. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. All three of better. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it a book. It's probably thirteen, and I might have just said sixteen out my mouth just because I'm I'm tired. But um, whatever the percentage is, it's somewhere between thirteen and sixteen percent of our population. And it said back in the early nineties, we were severely underrepresented on television, uh, with the exception of the popping shows back in the nineties. Help me out here. Um, Family I matters. We, first, we I think the first the first um black sitcom we got started off with was the Rodney King beating, wasn't it? <laughs> I think that started. That it. was funny. That was a sitcom. That wasn't. I wasn't laughing. <laughs> and those people that destroyed the city weren't laughing. I don't think. You sure? I, it could have been. It might not have been a sitcom for us. It was somebody was laughing. <laughs> it was some racist. Uh, somebody was. Oh like, shit! What's on the two? Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so back in the day, nah, they, the way they. Shit, it didn't. I, th- that, I honestly thought that that wasn't Planet of the Apes. Oh my god! 
I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, Steve, Steve, uh, look alive. Media and the Poor Podcast are not that. Though. Steve came in. Uh, Steve uh, Cash Moneybags, the vampire. Um, but no, anyhow, they say back then we were less representative. Now we are represented almost to a point where they say that we're overrepresented in the media. So that's news media. That's print media. That's uh, social media. That's. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, keeping it a buck, we should be. Uh huh. We should be. They. They. The proverbial they look to us for all their coolest styles and dances and phraseology and all this other shit hell yeah we should be represented on all media spaces and i don't call it over representation when you're underrepresented everywhere else but what if i say there's only 16 percent of us 13 percent of us in the country should we be on every channel yeah that would make us 100 percent represented guess how many channels we have though okay true yeah and if i'm not correct doesn't be isn't bet owned by and bet bet is owned by mtv and owned is owned by oprah uh, but I think she's with Viacom. I think Viacom has MTV. A, oh, MTV is on my, I believe Viacom, but yeah. MTV owns BET. So it's I not, didn't know that. Or, BET, or Viacom owns BET. Damn. And I'm pretty sure that the president, CEO, and owner of Viacom is not a black person. So, but I don't the, mean to interrupt your point. No, you meant to represent representation. Is are is it enough for us to be represented at the at the level of that we populate the country? I mean, me and the things I watch and the things that come across my my screen, I'm I'm satisfied with the way we're represented. I mean, I open my day up with 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 people talking to me that looks like me. Like I don't okay. know, I don't know. So honestly, I, I don't know if I'm fair to even answer that because my answer would be yes, but that's also things I consume myself with. Matter of fact, I'm not even trying to be funny. I don't know, not because it's not on purpose, but I don't know if I watched. I take that back. I did see a white person today on on something I was watching. It was Chris Hansen on the um on the um on the Joe Button podcast. Chris Hansen was on the Joe Button podcast. It was podcast? a great podcast too. Yep. Well, they were talking about predators and they, like... they, they got in deep with all that. Interesting. Um, so literally, oh, so I, but I'm just saying for me, when my day always starts with 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 three uh, minorities with the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and then from there it's going to go tomorrow. I'll give you my day tomorrow. From yeah. there to ten o'clock, it's going to go to the Migos. Still looking like me, and then when that record is over, I'm going to probably jump into some more podcasts with people that look like me. My TV doesn't cut on for nothing else other than people that look like me. Not on purpose. It just kind of flows that route. And uh, yeah, it is sprinkles and things like that of other people. Like I said, Chris Hansen. But for me, I don't know any better. I think we are represented greatly today. But unless y'all watch otherwise, y'all got to invite me because I don't know. No, no, I, I think you have a point. And I think that I think the default answer is no, we're not represented enough in the media. But I think if you really think about it and, and kind of back up a little bit, I don't think that we're represented enough in the news media. And I think that's actually more important. Uh, and, I, and our coming up guests will actually talk a little bit about that. I wouldn't say more. I we need more of it. More. You don't think we need more? No, no. I think we need more representation, but I wouldn't say the, the way I would phrase that is we need more positive news references as opposed so to everything always being, you know. So what you're talking about is less less actually seeing us giving the news and more when the news is about us that is represented in, the, in a way that's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a negative slant. Black male kills and, and, and beats and are, are crazy, you know. You know how they do when, right. when uh, anything happens is like, Former criminal right. starts a podcast like right. former criminal, right? <laughs> Bitch, like, are you talking about yourself? What are you talking I'm about? Jay Z? Oh, I'm, I'm just giving a reference. Yeah, yeah, right, no, right, I'm, right. I'm, no, it is. It is. It's almost like a, a black filter when they go to talk about you know us in the us representing how how we're represented in the media, especially when it comes to news. Um, and what about and Mike? You're gonna you're gonna cover. We'll, we'll stick with the news right now because Mike, you're gonna cover um, television here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get into a little bit deeper. Do you think that? If so, let's just keep it in a news space, right? So the news about us. Do we have to own our own news stations? 
because we have we have black home newspapers. You know, the Sentinel. You have the uh, I want to say the, the, the Charlotte. Is it Sentinel something. World or, or, or USY or is it just no? Florida? No, it's, it's not. The Sentinel it is not. It might just be Tampa. <laughs> it might even just be Tampa or the Local Southeast regional. or something like that. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it's the paper they give away for free when you go to the barbershop. I'm sure there's money in that though for them. Yeah, but but the problem is is that and actually it's not free. You got to pay for. It. They might give it away there free unless it changed. I used to have to in order to get them. You got to buy them. Yeah, you got to buy them. Yeah. People they put in one. The barbershop probably give bunch. it away for free, but so I'll get, that's not the point. Good. I think the larger problem with what you just brought up, if we're talking news media and representation, it ain't going to be in traditional formats like print media. Okay. Because print media is going the way of the dinosaurs. What about social? What about? Actual, let's, 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 before we get into social media, what about actual television? Television in itself. I think, like I, I think it goes back to what I said before. Because we are the major creator of culture, we, we make things cool and we make people want to flock to see what we're doing, how funny we are, and, and what type of shows we write in. I think it's inherent that these are going to keep dominating the sphere. And I, I don't want to slant my current comment to too much TV shit, but for instance, writers like. Issa Rae, people like um, your boy who wrote Jordan Peele. Okay. Um, even movies, when you have movies like uh, one of my favorite directors right now, Ryan Coogler, and we are dominating these spaces. And I say dominating lightly. For the rep- for the amount of numbers we represent in the country, I'm sure the ratio is slanted heavily right. in our favor, and I love that, and it should keep going. But when you have no control over what your media looks like, print ain't going to do it. And traditional news sources aren't really popping like that. It's going to take media sources like Shit Division Media to <laughs> um, to create stories and podcasts and shows to give representation and, and to keep fighting that fight and pushing it forward. There's no news-centered or news-centric podcast. Where, where, the, where the journalists at? Y'all don't want to do nothing like that? I would love so, to see something so like I, that. I believe, so, that, so I believe Bakari Sellers does have something on uh, Apple Apple Podcasts. Uh, 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 w. Kamal Bell has something, too. Oh, yeah, he has so there, there are, there, we are represented in that space as well. My question is is that are we getting our news? Because it, I, my fear, so when I think about the effects of, of us, we, being, everybody ain't watching that. us being represented in the news, so think about it. If the, so it's not necessarily about us getting our news. It's about other people getting news getting about us. News, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if we don't own the news stations and the news stories are being controlled by the t- the big five garnet garnet viacom all of them the other three i don't remember the names of them if they're all controlled by people who don't necessarily have our interest at at, at hand is that kind of almost slowly causing the problem because i'll tell you i watched cnn the other day and it, it's pretty and i love and i'm a cnn watcher i do like cnn i watch all, cnn I, all the time i watch cnn all the time but I, I have been noticing the trend that when it's a black centric issue well, then Bakari Sellers comes out, and uh, and uh, Nia Malika Henderson mm-hmm. comes out, and uh, uh, Abby Phillips comes out, and it's like, and it's the although Abby Phillips well, been she's got they, a new show. They won't well, who dare. else? But if they have, if they are the voice, and they have, uh-huh. they can represent like perfectly. Then who else? Like, but there's uh, certain issues that I don't want to hear other than from other than. Mm-hmm. Um, Farrakhan. There's certain things like I don't want. Like, no, I need him to do that because it's someone else. They may not deliver it correctly. Yeah, okay. if it's a story about us, we want to hear from us mostly, and they wouldn't dare try to broach those topics without one person in the room but, saying. But my point yeah. is, though, is that again, it's not necessarily bringing the news to us because we've already we've already acknowledged our news comes from other places. Steve is a good example of that his news comes from other places, but it's it's good value. It's good valuable reputable sources. Are you? Do you I'm not talking about think that they listen represent- to the us's speaking our news? No, absolutely. I'm just talking about are are black people going to CNN as much as white people? 
So who's going? Who's watching? The most, who's watching the most mainstream news? So the the big I five. The wish big, I actually knew MSNBC, the real answer to that. MSNBC, I, CNN, uh, MS, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, all of those other people. Who 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 are watching those? Who's, you because we're only thirteen percent of the population. Obviously, is white people. Yes, that's true, <laughs> but that's the case with everything. That's like saying yeah. who's a mer- major purchaser of hip hop. So should there be more? people of color at the forefront of those news organizations so that when we're talking about the news about us it's being presented in a way that not necessarily we're going to watch but the white pe- the people who aren't us are going to be able to digest it in a way that they under- they have an understanding and it's not just I think my- this falls under either like if you if you want it like you're going to see it forever you see it like yeah. even even if we had our very much own we're probably still going to always preach to the choir and okay. even in and the people that don't look like us they are still part of the choir we have allies who are just as much as part of the choir as people that look like us so it's yeah. like you can't you're not going to reach past anybody that don't give a fuck Damn. like example y'all just led if, me to like a epiphany. if you're talking to a if you let's say you're talking to a clan member he's not going to give a fuck no matter how much sense it makes he doesn't want to understand you're never going to reach that but do you think though that if there was somebody in the room talking to uh, i guess at the time roger else whoever the person is over at fox news that hey black people don't watch us and white people have a misconception of, of how we present news about them hey maybe you should speak about on this a little bit differently so that other people who aren't black so so the trump supporters and the people who are kkk will maybe maybe understand a little different because to me the perception of someone who's not in my in my race or my culture they only know about my culture if they've never been exposed to me and my friends and my people and my family they only really know it about media spaces they watch the news they watch television they watch movies all of that stuff so if there's nobody there representing us or even at the top controlling how do they not know that we're not all ghetto, you know, ghetto with our, with our pegs sagging, gangbanging, killing each other, black on black crime, you know? Well, like, with, with them not having enough common sense to realize that's not every <laughs> single last one anyway, yeah. that already lets you know they're not going to never care. If you can't fathom the f- thought that they all aren't, they, they all aren't like whatever yeah. the thought process the is, if you can't even do that, then clearly you, you're never going to care. Yeah. Like some things you just can't, you just... We'll never reach them, and we gotta x them out. We, we don't give a fuck to reach you then, because you're not, mm. you don't get it, and you're never going to get it because you don't care to get it. The problem is we we care too much, but that's why we're so accepting. And I think you're right. I think I think, and it might not cut you off, but I think I think the hood wearers are never gonna get it. The who? The hood wearers, the ones who wear people the with the white sheets. Oh, they ain't never gonna get it. But I'm talking about the people who are not wearing white sheets, who aren't even necessarily racist, but they're not. And they're they're. I, I'm not a racist, but I'm also not anti-racist. Look at it like like in the, when when it's voting time, you have the Democrats, the Republicans, Thank and you. the undecided. So we have the. I don't know what black people are about. I don't have any experience with them. The people that live in the middle of the country, non-urban cities and towns where they maybe encounter one two black people as it is. The undecided is who you're saying we should fight for, and what Steve's essentially saying that the the the. If we're going to call them the, the hood the, wearers, the, the, the hood wearers and the ones who are allies, like the allies are going to go to CNN and the hood wearers are going to keep watching Fox News. But what if Fox News had somebody up there that was like, hey, y'all, because at the end of the day, the whole idea is to get they want ratings. Let's just be real. They want ratings. You know what I'm saying? You think they would bend? See, no, but it ain't just ratings. If they're going to allow somebody to be in the in the, in cap- the mix. In the mix, yes. <laughs> I that kind of threw me off. In the captain's chair of <laughs> that shit was weird. In the captain's chair at Fox News, say to helm an entire show. Yeah. Then they're gonna have to talk about the the Fox News slant. Yeah. They, they can't be pro Democrat. They can't be anti, um What's the opposite of pro life? Whatever, whatever. The other, you know, pro abortion. Uh, 
Who's pro-abortion? No one's pro-abortion, but <laughs> for the idea of having I no got one, you. you know. I got you. No one's pro-abortion? I don't think anybody's pro-abortion. Like, if you really no don't one? like children that much. Like, people are pro-abortion. Who are pro-abortion? That yeah. want to advocate for people to it's have the called, ability to have abortion. It's, What's pro, it's pro-choice. Pro-choice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you. You left me out there. I did. I was like, <laughs> pro-abortion. You get an abortion. You get it. Like, Oprah, you, you get an abortion. You get an, everybody gets an abortion. Uh, like, so, oh, shit, I'm about to get an abortion next week. Huh? Uh, <laughs> but the, the point I was basically yeah. saying is that Perfect. if you're going to be on Fox News, then you're going to have to speak what they want to hear, because imagine like they only invite the people who have the, cause I don't even know if it's a totally racial thing. It became inherently racial when Democrat, when uh, when politics became racial. Yeah. And I'm not shooting them any bell, because I believe there's a lot of races over there that high amongst the, the conservative Republicans. Yeah. But with that being said, I don't think all conservative Republicans are racist. I agree. But if you're going to be over there, you can't come on. Like, imagine us trying to pitch a, a pro-Democrat or pro-life show on Fox. They're going to be like, hell no. Nah. I don't care what color you are. <laughs> even though news is supposed to be unbiased. Um, but even CNN has its bias. Uh, oh, we're going to get on them in a minute. Uh, let's actually um, bring in our guest, if we can. Uh, I just got to check the boards real quick. Oh, there she is. Why did you use the mouse? Uh-huh. I, I'm checking our other guests, too. I know who's here. I'm checking the oh, other guests, okay. too. I see what <laughs> I want to bring her. Um, so I want to give a quick synopsis, a very quick synopsis, because y'all always tell me that I don't do people justice whenever I do this. This is the fantastic April O'Turner, uh, and we, uh, who doesn't have an Apple device, and I'm ashamed to call her my family, but she is my cousin. Uh, but more than that, she is a, a jack of all trades, and I'm going to let you give your resume real quick, April. Go ahead. Sure, and I have several Apple devices. I have one that's not. Okay. So I just want to say that, but nice to see you all. Hey, cuz. Hi, fellas. I'm Hello. April Turner. I am a uh, PR consultant, um, a political consultant. I have, am a longtime member of the National Association of Black Journalists, and they're also one of my clients. So I have worked a lot with Black media over the years and um, just have really enjoyed your conversation. Um, some very good points have been made. What did you think you were going to see when I said, hey, come on this podcast? You know, I checked you out before, and I was like, I see you all, and I got my pour. I, okay, I don't good. see mine on your Thank table. You. But it's I have, not sangria, I though. I thought it would be sangria. I thought it would be sangria. <laughs> no sangria today. Just Pinot okay. Grigio. It's been a long day. I, I heard you say you're a PR consultant. Just curious. Like, how are things going right now in uh, Puerto Rico? And, um... And like, how are they holding up? Like, they good? Are they are they back functioning? Um, I wish I were in Puerto Rico. PR for public relations, but yes. Oh my bad. You I, I, are my you bad. are you not Doctor April Turner yet? Are we still I'm almost Doctor Turner. We, we're trying okay. to get there. Claude. Yeah. I'm glad you don't have the same last name as me because I thought that I would get to doctor the, the doctor first. So it's not oh, oh no because we got we're good we're good. You're my I'll little cousin. I can't allow that. Okay. I mean, even with a different last name, she's still getting there. First. I know. <laughs> I know. She is the shining jewel of our family, and and and, and I I can only hope to bask in her shine. Thank Claude you. also uh, has a shiny jewel, but you only see it when he bends over. Wow. Yeah, with y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for classing up Steve. the show, Steve. April. That's Steve's Steve. coming. Look alive. So, so April, I'm gonna ask you, uh, given given your your dossier that you just give about yourself, I'm gonna ask you the questions, the same same questions that I asked Steve and Mike. So, right now in the media space, so you can keep it to the news space, you can keep it to all media in general. We're gonna get into TV media and movies here a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But it, are we sufficiently represented and in media right now? As far no. as you, no. Okay. <laughs> 
okay, and my what. experience is going to be more news media. Okay. Um, but definitely, um, as a member of the National Association of Black Journalists, that's one of the things we advocate for the most. Um, I enjoyed your conversation. I, I would have added in if I were here earlier, I'm here now, is that we don't own enough in the space for us to, to think about. We don't have enough Black ownership in the media. And then we also don't have, they give us the shiny stuff. You get to be on air, you get to be up front, but the decisions are made behind that, behind the camera. So there are not enough producers in media that are Black. There are not enough writers in media that are Black. And just even look at the local news, for example. When you're looking at the news at night and you see this you know, story that is totally you know, negative toward Black people, Black males, when you see all things that we see, know that there was probably no diversity behind the camera that went into any of those decisions that were made. And we get the product that um, we get. You know, uh, if we're not behind the cameras making decisions, then, you know, we kind of get the products that we're seeing. So, yeah, it's a big problem. So would you say kind of taking a quick leap here? So would you not say because I asked them before about how there are certain people who are not us that only see us through the media space, only see us through the news, movies, television, all of the above. Would you say that that's kind of almost like a, a starting place? when it comes to us kind of getting some ground in this country? Because if your perception is just what you see on TV and what's being presented on TV is controlled by people who have no experience in your culture, how does that, how does that work? Absolutely. It's amazing to go around the world and see what people think about black people. From what, they have no other understanding other than I watched a movie or I see the news or I listen to rap music. So when I see you, that's what I see. And I'm not, it's, it's interesting. I have a, just sometimes because we do own or we're behind the camera doesn't mean that that would be erased. I think about the great experiment BET that we have such high hope for, for. and Bob Johnson created this um, media channel that I, when I was growing up, I couldn't watch it. My parents were like, you can't watch that. I mean, you can't watch the videos. You can't watch that. So to think about even when you do have black owned, there's this country has I'm sorry, been. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. You couldn't, uh-huh. watch, B, you couldn't watch BET? No, I, I could not watch the videos, no. Wait, was it the tip drill video that did it? I'm a little older than y'all. It was salt and pestle, push it, push it, and other things. And my parents were like, no. Wow, so never push it. And what's so funny though, if that song if that song came on right now and her mom was here, she would literally be getting down. Your mom would definitely <laughs> be dancing to push it. So it's, it's ironic that oh, she didn't let you watch. Well, congr- say- congrats to you for for saying you're a little bit older than us, because honestly, I didn't think you was a day over twenty six. Thank you so. You're so kind. Thank you. No, nah, that's 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 I'm so real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so april you, you talked about ownership and i just wanted mm-hmm. to, I, i've been wanting to pick your brain about this since you actually posted the article up on your facebook uh mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a loyal follower by the way of your facebook and your ig um i'm, I'm that person uh rashida jones just became mm-hmm. president of president of just msnb msnbc uh-huh. news or is she yep. president of nbc or just news? it's um nbc news okay so and I and I and I and I want to get this delicately. What do you? Is there an expectation for her in that in that position? <laughs> well, yes. Rashida is a friend of mine. She's very young. I mean, young as far as a, a, to be a, the president of a major um, news network media is very young. I think she's forty, forty-one. So, 
I can go on and on about this. I've watched some of y'all shows. I know you discussed this. This this uh, period of time that we're in in our country of white guilt of all of these things is landing into a lot of good things for us. Yeah. But I also see us getting a lot of things and opportunities like this. And it's almost being said, well, come in and, and you know, kind of Rashida, help us fix our problems. Help us fix our white issues and help us fix how we're perceived. And a lot of these burdens are being placed on our shoulders. And it's not just um, um, NBC, um, ABC News just got a new black woman um, president. Did, um, yeah. Food and I think Food and Wine magazine has got a new, for the first time ever, a black female editor. Like all these mm. spaces that have been totally white for a very long time. I'm sorry, what's that? You're now Food and Wine magazine. Food and food. Food and wine. Yeah. We've <laughs> never had a black editor ever, and now they have one. So you're starting to see these things, which are great for us, but they also come when someone gives you a large out network or publication and says, Here, you're black, now fix it. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because literally, I feel like they're asking Rashida, and, and I know she's a friend of you. I did know, I did kind of, mm -hmm. sort of know that uh, ahead mm -hmm. of time, not to put you on the spot there, but um, her and all the other ones that are getting these opportunities, it's kind of almost like, hey, fix our white problem, but also the problem of racism and white guilt in this country is not something that you can fix even in her lifetime. No, right. <laughs> so you're wondering, I, don't, I think she's totally competent, but is she being set up to fail? Yeah, are people yeah. that are getting these roles being set up to fail? A little bit, or at least it's a placation to stall for time. Yeah. To to keep those channels or those uh, publications, those businesses at the forefront until we forget or we look the other way to something else. Yeah. And then they'll replace them, mm -hmm. unfortunately. So you mentioned before about uh, ownership because mm -hmm. there is a big owner uh, in the media space that isn't necessarily news, but I know you follow him. But Tyler Perry now is the owner of a yeah. rather large. Uh, production company uh, that the largest in the southeast, the largest in the southeast, right? Yeah, they're coming mm -hmm. back out with Madea, by the way. And, and they are coming out back out with Madea, but also, I'll, and I have something to say about that. Actually, I have a lot to say about it. But go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna Please say this. Stay with us so we can talk about it collectively. I'm gonna I'm say this on Madea real quick, and I'm like, Madea, no, no, let's stay here. Let's talk about Madea later. Okay, on, okay, okay. Point, okay. All right, thank you, thank you for keeping me on track, Steve. I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, so, so Tyler Perry now owns the studio. <laughs> Is Tyler Perry going to be making movies for black people or is Tyler Perry going to be making movies? And I, and I shouldn't just say movies because I believe he's he's doing other things, too. Uh, not just movies. He's doing some podcasts. There's a lot. He is, it's a huge thing now. How is that going to look? Is he just going to? My fear is, is that Tyler Perry Studios is going to turn into BET. Probably. I mean, he's worth now a billion dollars. I mean, and it, what he's achieved is incredible. I would it never is. take that from him. Um, but with that comes a lot. Like you said, he retired Madea. He retired dressing up as a woman and doing all that stuff. And now he brought it back. So that kind of gives you your answer of what he's doing and who he's doing it for. The almighty dollar um, does speak. Especially if you ain't never had it before. <laughs> yeah, but what he's been able to achieve is amazing, and he definitely, I mean, owns it. He creates it. That's it's a great place to be. I just, I just wish he would worry more about the message that he puts out and how he's perceived in his content. So tell me about that because I, I actually had that written down, and you actually took right off from my page mm -hmm. uh, of my books here. What is the message that Tyler is trying to put out? Because originally, if I go back to his plays and then later on the first set of. Um, my dear movies, it was a very uh, religious undertones, some funny, but then a little bit of life lessons and giving giving people who are going to go to the movies a little bit of a peek into our culture. So what now is do you believe where is he going to go with it? 
Well, you know, it's interesting for those of you that watch the Academy Awards. They had really bad ratings this year, but he got. Yeah, he got, you know, he lobbied very hard to get an honorary Oscar. They gave him for his his humanitarian work. Tyler Perry is very giving. He's always there for a cause. And I think you see out of Tyler Perry like this, I know some of my films might not be traditionally would ever get good reviews or be seen by the masses as great, but I want into this club a different way. You're going to respect me. You're going to, you know, uh, give me these things. And I think you'll see more of that uh, from him. I mean... You know, he's become kind of an entertainment household name in black and white audiences. So I think he's going to make uh, films for both. I have another question. Did y'all have one mm-hmm. to add on that? No, I'm listening. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm locked in. I'm, it, I, I did want to add in real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just um, as, as far as a media powerhouse, we can't forget Oprah and OWN. She still is still there. 100. And Byron Allen is on the scene and moving up fast. Byron Allen, the former comedian, is worth a few hundred million dollars. He just bought Weather Channel and a few other oh. smaller local networks. And I think you're going to hear a lot more from him in the recent years on his way to becoming that billionaire and actually being a black media owner and not doing content that disparages us. I think that's important. So how the hell do we help Roland Martin? <laughs> because I was over at my mom's house the other day and she's like, man, I just really wanted to send him some money. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because he, he sent him some money because apparently he needs some money to keep doing his show. Or so I don't know what's going on, Roland Martin, but like he's been doing it for a really long time. And I really wish that he would get to an actual, can Tyler Perry call Roland Martin? I'm going to get in trouble for this. He's also a friend. I, oh, oh, and if you ever watch Roland's show, Roland Martin Unfiltered, a- along the bottom of the screen, he has a ticker of how you can PayPal him, Venmo him, Zell him because he so think about it this way. Roland's tactics might be a little like, did you really ask me to PayPal you? But it's what NPR does. Roland, what he's doing, he has an audience. If if we don't really have media that speaks to us, like as we discussed, even some of our media, when you think about media that's black, the root, um, NBC outs, uh, the Grio, um, they're all white owned. So what Roland's doing is important. And NPR might have a more graceful way of going about, please give donations if you want to yeah. continue to hear this content. His way is a little more in your face, well, but he is essentially are. doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we do kind of, uh, I beg. I, I heart, please give us a... <laughs> that was like two I, I, ago, I, yeah. I, that was We, we as a people are very in your face as it is. It just looks wild to think that somebody in a position of money is asking for money. But I understand what you're saying. It, you, you definitely just drew a direct line from... We've seen PBS and a few other publications, and even I'm sure some of these CEOs is in these rooms shaking hands and saying, you know, commit such and such to this, and we can slant the news a little bit that way or, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, I'm skipping past a lot there to not bog us down, but thank you for drawing that line. I mean, how long has Sesame Street been brought to us by viewers like us? Like it's been at yeah, least 60 years, the like us. the us. Like I, I, I've never said anybody. <laughs> April, you ever said anybody to PBS? No, I have not. <laughs> Now you say that. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna send him a check right now. Um, accept a dollar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can I send a dollar? You want to send a dollar to to? It probably to costs PBS. more to send that dollar. The stamp is <laughs> gonna cost you more. The post is gonna send you more. So, uh, but my other question about Tyler Perry though is that do we think do we think breaking stuff? Do we think Tyler Perry? So Tyler Perry's message has always been very pro-black and very black-centric. Do we think him now being more mainstream and having the production company that there is a little bit of dilution there? 
mean, I think so. I just really, when I saw the news this week, he was bringing back Madea. I'm like, why? And also, so we, and also the, the larger Tyler Perry uh, controversy is he's a one man show. He'll tell you, look at all the things I wrote. You're not employing black writers when you do that. There's a, there are there are people that have a, a huge issue with how he rolls. He, you know, we can be honest. Tyler Perry's not good at everything. You know, some of his content could be better, and he it has you a don't know Tyler Perry to, too, do you? And I don't, okay. I don't. <laughs> but he could employ more black creatives, and people kind of see him as not doing that, and kind of just never growing and sticking with the model that he's always had. But you know what? It's made him a billionaire, so I guess he's like, is what it is. What you said was exactly is exactly my point about Tyler Perry. I personally feel he doesn't need to hire anything, anyone extra than what he's doing. I do feel Tyler Perry is self-made. And like you just said, you think he maybe should hire more um, black people to help him write. But he's gotten this far doing him on his own without that. And he has become a billionaire. So why not stick to the program exactly what's working? Me personally, as much as I as much as I know about Tyler Perry, I'm not a big fan of Medea. Because I, I am also not a big fan of um, black men dressing up as women to, to sell because that's historically how how we do to, to, to get on. But neither here nor there, that may be a different um, topic. But I will always support Tyler Perry. I do not think it's going to water him down. I do understand that he is now going to be more mainstream. But the people who are going to that he's going to be now introduced to for Tyler Perry, I think. Tyler Perry has always started out for us and by us. Tyler Perry and Medea was for us. That's literally how it is in our community. Um, people who aren't like white people, they, they flock to it because they, they feel like, okay, that's how they are in their community. They find it entertaining. Um, they, they, they view her as our grandmom and that's how our grandmothers act or, or whatever mm -hmm. family members. So Tyler Perry may um, connect with people like well, that who may not so so that. before you guys before you get that Mike, my dear is our actual grandmother's name so so yes. we, i want and i do want to get into a topic about what you just said because you literally the the black dressed up that's that is part of our next thing so don't stop that we're going to go back to that mike what, well, you what i was going to say kind of counterpoint is it depends on what your measure of success is because he did make himself and he he does have uh the money now you got it what what we here for what, what this conversation about is black representation and, and black ownership, essentially. He owns shit, essentially, to use, to use a phrase. And he can make stories for us by us that put us in a better light. And then also circling back to your Medea comment, what Medea started as was a church play. Uh, I want to call it tour, but essentially they were releasing that on DVD and selling it out the trunk and being really representative of the Christian faith. And while he was dressed as a woman, it wasn't in a typical like Hollywood told him to do so. He was doing it to make a point and to be a large, tall, boisterous black woman like we, the black women that we know was comedy. And he played it up for comedy. Meanwhile, the whole entire cast around him was delivering real dope representation. The villains were really bad, but the, the, the protagonists were people of faith, people who believed in their marriage and fought for that. And then it was a different type of story. Then it got to the movies and it just became this like. Yeah, Cash, like well, this, not not the first two. I would say that the, the, the probably the third and fourth and fifth and sixth movies have, have kind of made it a bit of a show. How I, I said all that to say this, and I, I want everybody to answer: How long is chasing the bag, chasing the bag, before you feel obligated to to do some type of service for the people that look like you? You can't just well, not hire people because it got you rich. You, I mean, come on. 
Well, I also want to add in to so everything, you know, there's, there's the critique of Tyler Perry, then also the good stuff, right? So Georgia was already, Atlanta was on its way to already being Black Hollywood, but him pitting a studio like that there is major for that major area Hollywood, yeah. because Hollywood has outpriced everybody. So while he might not be hiring Black writers or creatives on his projects, the fact that you can go to Tyler Perry Studios and he has the the space and the bandwidth to give black creatives like lots and things to do, you know, a, a number of TV shows are being filmed there that they couldn't even ever afford or think about filming in Hollywood is pretty amazing. So he's bringing people along with him in a different way. If, if, if he's like Madea's mine, y'all can't write, that's fine because he's doing it in a different way. He's bringing that's business to Atlanta. And he's also bringing on other creatives along to have space to be able to do things. I agree. Absolutely. If, if he just bookended it, and it's a very short comment, if he just bookended it, and I'm not saying that he's not doing this and I don't know that he is or isn't, like you said, creating jobs and, and, Wakanda is amazing. Let's keep going. But then there's not even a but. If he added a, let's say, black news source, or or basically if the idea for us is to, to do like, um, what was the Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, yeah. is to Black Wall Street this thing, we start with Hollywood and, and media, and we also got music, and we also have all these other entities. It The fight needs to be fought by more than just media spaces and all our other owners. Killer Mike and people like that are starting banks and all this cool stuff that all need to work hand in hand. If he has the media space, then the highest pinnacle or the highest form of media control of the message is news. He needs a news something. See, I didn't see this. What bothers me? Like we, we put too much on people too fast. He literally just got the studio up and running. How fast now you want to jump to a, to a, to a, to a, to a media space. I'm sorry, to a news station. Let him run this first. Let him get this up and Uh running first. And then, Eventually, it could take even 10, 12, 15 more years down the line. Channel, or anything to name it. Let this we'll see, one first. Rather than rebooting Medea, he could have just started a new right, show. Right, so my, my, my you thing, though. You are begging for Medea, though? The thing is, is though, that Medea is very popular. The, the problem, people are begging for it. The problem with me is with Tyler Perry moving forward without also considering his black audience is that your black audience is what made you. you feel, is how what do made you know he's not considering his black audience? Who do you think is asking for it? The white audience? If we uh, had yeah, the, I would say yeah. The white audience is definitely asking for Madea. Absolutely. Yeah, but, they absolutely uh, have. I strongly disagree with <laughs> you. Me, there's there's, there's four PR. people in this room she, right now. I know she's Let, here. No, there's four people in this on this topic right now. Do you want Madea to come back? I'm, for other people, yes. Again, I was never a big fan of Madea. I'm a big fan of Tyler Perry for everything he has done. I know people. I know we as a whole and the people I deal with, the women I deal with, love Madea. And I don't deal with any... I'm going to keep it a butt. I'm sorry it is what it is. I don't deal with many... Uh, non-minority women, and I know they enjoy Medea. So all my all my experiences, yes, they want them back. And my okay. minority women I deal with, they love Medea. I, I, I'll give you that though. But what I but and, and then going back to the question that was asked is about the the almost whitewashing. We'll talk about whitewashing. A little now you bit. was about to ask if do we want them back? Do we want? But yeah, April, do you want Medea back? I personally don't, but I will say this. I just, because of my own predisposition, never watched Tyler Perry. Like, I support him from afar. I will never watch. My mother likes it. I don't like it. And I sat down and watched it's it curious. one day. And I laughed. Women? But I did laugh. Yeah. I laughed. Is your black women? I'm curious. She is. Is she, she is. Are you sure? You're 100% sure? <laughs> I'm 100%. <laughs> okay, just is she it. there with you? No, she's not. She's oh, she's not. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I watched it and I laugh. It's lighthearted. It's fun. It's not quality. If you it... take it in a, in a way that is... I do think that too much is harmful, but when I watched yeah. it, it did put a smile on my face, and it was light to watch, and I liked it. I will give Tyler Perry two things. He makes us 
every character or every person that he portrays, he yeah, he has the my dear character, but my dear is literally the 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 the, the bottom of the barrel when it comes to putting his characters on on the screen. All his other characters, from his villains to his heroines, are strong, independent, educated, st- like beautiful. Like, there's so many in there. So when we're talking about exposing us to other people, I am kind of grateful for Tyler Perry for exposing that aspect to to for going into the mainstream on that thing. But I'm also like, you don't have to lose your quality because here's my thing. I'll go down the line real quick, real quick with y'all. Um, my dear's family reunion, excellent movie. Uh, my dear, uh, uh, my dear, uh, Diver Mad Back Woman, excellent movie. Uh, my dear goes to jail. My dear, uh, excellent, kind of okay movie. But now, my dear's Christmas. My dear's Halloween. My dear's uh, a witness protection. These are movies now that are obviously catering to a mainstream audience and a mainstream audience that isn't black. And they, the quality has gone down, and you're losing. There were hardly any black characters in my dear's uh, witness protection. Hey, Eugene Livy and Denise Richards in it. Come on now. Sometimes you got to try to. You he would like. Of course, I believe. Be, I believe he loves his black audience, but facts are you also need the white audience as well. Agreed. And you need other audiences. So sometimes you got to step aside. I'm sorry that flopped in maybe in our community, but it only flopped in our community. It popped over there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to check it their did. numbers. It did. It did. So so is it a flop? Is it a fail? He he succeeded. He is he succeeded over there to to get them. He can always come back home. I would never I would never close the door on the Tyler Perry. He's done too much for us. No, I agree. I'm not closing the door. Mike and then April, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think my issue so much is with him doing Medea. Medea can exist and people who like it can watch it. I used to watch the plays. I never really got into the movies and whatever, whatever with that. I, I think my issue is I don't want to act like this very rich man who basically creates for a living doesn't have time to create something like a news show for us. Hell, we own a media studio and we create shows off the cuff all the time with due planning and research and things like that. And I ain't rich and I work a day job and, and all the other things that y'all know about me. So I, I'm not saying that he doesn't think these things and it's not all on him because people like Diddy and the owners that other representatives we were just talking about, your boy with the ticker at the bottom. Roland Martin. yeah, Roland Martin and like the guy was trying to buy TNT and all these other people who are out there approaching those levels. I just feel like we need to get it because it's too easy much, to create a show. You don't know how much work it takes to make a billion-dollar show. Name I one don't that you know created. how much it takes. I have never made a billion-dollar show. Or but even a hundred-dollar show. I, I, we, I've made more than $100 making shows. But the point <laughs> I was making was, in terms of the creation of it, why you're creating other things, if, it's your, if your space is the media space, what? It, it can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. I fully disagree. You don't right. know how hard something is until you until you're the one doing it. I would love wait, wait, one day. One day when don't we don't give blow, me generalizations. Tell me a reason why Tyler Perry can't raise enough money to create a show. I can't because I don't know what he's going. Does, to does he personally. have investors? Personally, who listen? You have to talk to Tyler Perry. Why are you talking about his personal life? Him as a business owner started an entire studio in Atlanta. I, I, you yes, you're wrong. No, I'm for not, once no, I'm listen, on the fence on this. Let, let, me, let, me, let me explain. In Atlanta, he created an entire studio. You don't have to give me a sentence about you being quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> in Atlanta, he created an entire studio. This man raised money, got investors, went to bat, and all these movies Clark just named seven or eight or nine movies require production studios and all these people to put in work casting companies and all these other things you're telling me that this man whose literal career is to create things doesn't have the 
the bandwidth to create something that else that's off. helpful. Wait, let me go, please. But before Stop. you get to no, okay, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna see if you just after you're after all of that, as a black man, that's still not good enough for you. He's done everything you just named. At what point? What if he's just gassed out? Give me a second. I will get to that. I just I just created everything you just said. That's still not even good enough. You gotta let it breathe. Let me Steve. put three. All right, I'll be quiet again so you can go in and hold on to your point you're before saying... you get to your point, Mike. Real quick, April, to I... the best of your April, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I just want to add in to Mike's point. I do wish Tyler Perry would do something in news media. And I will say um, Black News Channel, which was started last year, which was based in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, J.C. Watts, the former Republican member of Congress, is one of their first um, investors and founders. Um, they're struggling. It's hard to start a whole cable network. No, it's not. And... Mike's easy. He has X, Y, Z. He should do it. No, don't change my words. I but never said start a whole yeah, you're bugging. Somebody, this is somebody, a rewindable show. Sorry, somebody rewind the tape and tell me where I'm I said sorry, you were talking news no, no, network. I, I said show. Tallahassee can be a hard place to start a cable network. You it want is. guests to come, you want a studio. So Tyler Perry is starting to offer them Atlanta studio space in his space to do some tapings. So that will help them grow as a network. So while I agree with Mike, I wish he would do something more permanent in media. Him extending his space again is, is him is showing outreach and starting in that direction. I agree. I'm going to just so. say, this is like the fifth thing I've heard Tyler Perry letting, some, letting out his house for people. Tyler, I will drive to Atlanta if I could just go hang out at your house for the weekend. If, that, if that's what it is, I'll be destitute. I'll, I'll lose my shoes, whatever you need me. Please let, let me just go hang out. Go ahead. How much time do we think we should give us to build then, though? How much time and how much do you want us to focus on something and point. then and then make it a thing and then go into the next whatever it is, make it a thing and then move on. It's hard for one person to just do these things. So Mike, before you answer that, let me ask April a quick question. To the best of your knowledge, April, of those of all this empire building that Tyler is doing, is he employing black people for any everything else? You said we said writing is an issue. What about everything else? Um, yeah, you know, makeup artists, he's made the careers of several people. I mean, like, totally, he is bringing people on and putting them down. Um, I, you know, definitely agree. Let's give him some more time to see what else he can do and branch out into. I will also say for him, entertainment is always going to be more lucrative. I do want to see him do news and other stuff, but there's like a misnomer that we won't, you know, we don't want that. <laughs> All we want is Madea. We don't. We, we oh. won't tune into the new stuff. Are we, so also aware, are we also aware that Tyler Perry still, no matter how much we think he has, let's say he has a billion dollars, or let's say it's proven of that, we don't. He still has to make his bread and butter. He still has to maintain the lifestyle. So if he has to go back to what created him in the first place, on top of still recreating new things, it takes time. Everyone doesn't. Everyone doesn't jump as soon as he say. I want to now make a new studio or I want to make a recording studio for music or whatever. Like it takes time to build. So I also say too, I think we are putting a lot on Tyler because there was a, probably a lot of people in the room when they decided to bring my dear back. I think he had the ultimate say, but I'm sure there was a lot of advisors, lawyers, uh, writers, producers, a lot of people in the room that said, Hey, you know, we're going to bring my dear back. And he was probably the one that said, yay or nay. It was obviously yay. And I think it, it is a beloved character. It is something that made him, uh, I think a news, I think a news company is is is, is an idea, but I am I'm it's so crazy. Very I'm very rare. Where, my very where rare. Y'all got company very from. rare. I said, am I in the center of this? What I what said show, start whoa, whoa, a show. Y'all whoa. talk about networks and companies and channels. I ain't saying you got to do the big thing first. Start with the small thing. Give a nigga a podcast where he could talk about some shit. Like you got money He's to do to these things. And I'm not saying that Tyler's not, 
as I just named other people who I believe are and also give platforms to say like Diddy and Revolt giving a platform to Breakfast Club who reports our news on the regular. I was just simply saying that if you're going to do what Tyler Perry is doing and if we're going to put Medea in the, I don't want to call it pop space, but in the not our space, then I just want to see more. And jobs is one thing. Having a studio in Atlanta is another thing. And these are dope. I'm not saying that you got to rush to do anything. If it takes you 20 years, it takes you 20 years. But in the meantime, we're talking about. Do we have 20 years, though? That's what I was going to say. Georgia just made a play to turn the state blue. And then immediately we got reformed to the voting situation to undo that. So if these things are on the cusp and we have the ability to take hold of what we look like and how we're represented in media, then the people at the foreground should do it. And it ain't just on Tyler. And I don't want to put it all on Tyler because Diddy could start a news channel or kill a mic and kill a mic or anybody with money. And if I had money, I would just do it. But you know, you do what you can with what you got. And I'm not going to take away from this man's accomplishment accomplishments to Steve's point. All I was simply saying is I do believe that if the media is your space, then create in that space indefinitely. Make all the things. Do like Ryan Coogler in the movie space. Just make a movie about it. Anything you can make a movie about. Create in a space indefinitely. You got you to gotta remember they can simply, they don't have to. People can change their mind. What if he no longer wants to create just in that space? He don't have to. What space? He's done what are you talking about? In the creative space creative media space. that you just said. Yeah. He, may, he has already done it. He may not want to continue. He has the right to be like, I've done so much for you guys and myself, which he has. He has the right to go and do something else. He's not he, boggled down to the one spot. You don't think He's that. You don't think that. When, when us, so let's, let's leave everybody that's not us. And I said people with melanin, a lot of melanin in their skin. We don't that we have almost a little bit of an obligation that when we get to a certain level that we have to kind of almost, well, how, what are you doing back to the community? Because I will, there's something I read. Uh, uh, it was Nisi Nash. I think it was Nisi Nash or no, no, it was, um, light skinned girl, curly hair, uh, Whitley, Whitley. Uh, what's her first name? April? No, Whitley. Uh, not Whitley from. Um, oh my God, I can't remember. She's uh, she's light skinned girl. But she had that show on own being Whitley or something like that. It's her last name. Anyhow, we'll look it up. I'll find. Look it up. <laughs> one, 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 one of Oprah's shows. The main character, comedian. She uh, went to Oprah after actually. She's actually a friend with Stevie Harvey. She went to Oprah after her show was a success. Everybody loved it. Oprah went to her and she said, "Okay, this is great. You made them laugh. Now, what are you gonna do next? How are you gonna make them think?" So I think the, the the thing that Mike is maybe getting to and and and, and is is that almost like when we get to we have almost have a responsibility that when we get to a certain status like we're popular, you know things are are, are a hundred and, and now we've made a bag. Well, now how do we give back to our? How do we enrich our community? And I think that that's a little bit of the weight that's on Tyler Perry's shoulders. And I think that he could literally go fuck it. I made my bag. I don't owe y'all nothing. Except for he does, and he also could be doing it in other well, ways. Yeah, there like, there why, could be there could be scholarships and a whole bunch of other things. Y'all that we, think he doesn't do that? He, no, 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 no. I, I was just saying that if you're if if you're a bodybuilder, then go train other people. Okay, if, Ryan Coogler, Wanda Sykes, Issa Rae, all these other people who got shows and trying to get stuff every other place. If Tyler's lending studios to this channel, why not uh, invest in it? Why not lift like prop it up? You already have. Even if you don't want to do nothing in media ever again, cool. If you want to keep making Medea, cool. I have no knock on Tyler. I actually salute Tyler for everything that he's doing. It's just, I think, as Claude was just saying, I was always raised to 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 do to pay service, essentially. It is your job to, if you can't do it, then teach. If you don't, if you got the money and you don't have the brains, then empower people who do. And I just know that there is a lot of creators creating for a lot of companies and 
shows like Blackish with Kenya Barris and all these other people that are other places. And I don't know if Tyler Perry could even afford these people. I do think that this fought is a multi-front fight. It should be fought on the mainstream fronts. And if Tyler Perry is going to be the black front, then be the black front. He could be the forefront, though, too. He could actually be the forefront. I personally feel he's on the front line. I think he's employed plenty of black people. I think he's given to tons to... um, I'm talking deeper than employment, Steve. Or he's doing everything that you... Are you claiming he's not? I believe he's doing it. Like, we don't... I don't... I don't know personally. We would need to talk to Tyler Perry himself, so I can't speak. Set for it up, him. April. Well, I believe well, I, Tyler. I, kinda, I want to steer you from this cop out because we don't know a damn thing either way. But what we can prove is what we see on TV. Have you seen Tyler Perry Studios presents X News Channel? No, but I've seen him present. But you have seen New Media. What's wrong with that? Hold, hold on, Steve. Got there Let yet. me ask you this: We have seen lots of Media movies. We've seen some other uh, publications. Uh, Having had nuts. We have not seen Tyler Perry presents the history of blacks in America and racism and how we can fix it. And it's probably coming. It could be coming. It could definitely Maybe be coming. It is. Yeah, well, I don't know. It could yeah, definitely be coming. Possibly. Yeah, but I don't I, know. It's saying what we I, do know. What we do know is that it doesn't but exist. But nothing he is doing, he's still, in my opinion, he's not doing anything wrong. He just haven't got there yet. If he does a podcast, someone else is going to be like, well, why didn't you do news? If he does news, somebody's going to be like, well, why don't you start an airline? No matter what you do, niggas ain't satisfied. <laughs> yeah, but this ain't that. <laughs> What do you, what, 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 I don't, this what, ain't that. This, I feel this that's is, what this it is. is. Well, let's answer, I guess, April, April, how, your comment on that, please. You know, I laughed when Steve just said that, you know, Bob Johnson, who founded BET, did start an airline back in, I'm getting I'm older than y'all, DC Air, and it failed miserably. And you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when you get to this place in life, people have all these expectations of what you should do. And I know Tyler Perry is like, I, just, I was a, a dude just trying to do stage plays and like watch all the pressure coming from. So I don't know if he has to do it. I do think because he's such a charitable person and a giving person, I think gets it. It'd be nice to see him funded. Um, I don't know if I need him to do it exactly, but if he can help someone else get there because it's, it's a need or a void, I think that's important. But we also need to be the people that when someone does it, that we don't show up. We have to go support that thing and make sure that it, it thrives and, and continues to to go to do well. I fully agree with you, totally. Would I can't. I have nothing. I, to hold say. on, what before I you with? before you say that to him, I bought and paid for when we were at the hotel in Nebraska, Madea's uh, funeral, and that's uh, it was awful. But I bought it. I bought it because I wanted to. I wanted. To, I did fall asleep. I was asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep. You oh, fell asleep. Yeah, but I bought it. I paid for it. It was an awful movie. But I was like, you know what? Tyler Perry got a movie out. It's, it's featured. I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a on demand. This thing. I'm gonna pay for it and I'm gonna get it. So I. I think a little bit. We kind of have to support it in that space. But yeah, I don't know. What did you pay for? Did I miss I something? Know. What did you pay for? What? Exactly. Uh, I bought. I bought no, a Tyler Perry movie. I bought a Tyler Perry movie. He supported it. Is what he was saying. Oh, yeah. And I don't disagree with anything that Steve's saying. I was just making the point on top of what Steve was saying is we can't just let the the leaders of things not be held accountable. And I'm not saying that they should be blamed for anything. I'm just asking a question. Can we get, damn, another Tyler Perry, another Medea movie? Can we get something to change the, if Medea is in itself a caricature of the boisterous black woman, can we get a serious something on the other side? Can you balance it out? Yeah. That's all I was asking. Steve? And it ain't necessarily on him. Like she said, he, he could fund it or write I, it or again, hire the people who do. I think this whole combo was a perfect example of niggas ain't never satisfied. <laughs> me personally. Because no matter okay. what you do, there's always, you're going to say there can be more. And even if that, let's again, let's say 
how come Tyler Perry did not start a podcast? If he did that, someone else is going to say, we'll open up a hospital. We'll open up a new I, car lot. Someone will always say not, have not, I was going to let it go, but hold since on, we hold talked that about it. I don't want to go here too long because we do have I other things Tyler to talk does, about. I think Tyler do you has think, with, and, I, and I hate to bring the nerd out, but do you not, do you not subscribe to the with great power comes great responsibility? Of course. So Tyler Perry actually has great power. Now he has the power of the dollar and influence. He has Oprah's ear. He has Obama's ear. He has he has now he has the ear of very important people in the world. And now he has money to back it up. Does he have the ear of Warren Buffett? Or people who who really run shit? So I'm glad that you said that. I don't know if he does, but why is that not his goal? Who says it's not his goal? But all he can do is start where he starts. I'll tell you, for example, last week what I wore on this podcast, I wore all black-owned everything. You start very small with a smoke shop and everything. Who knows where it's going to build? I support black people all the damn time, locally. But you bought your clothes from a smoke shop? I bought my clothes from a black man who started a smoke shop. Okay, I, I got you. Did. I got you. I yes, got sir. You. I, got I paid him every well, dime. I thought you were saying you discount. bought your clothes at a smoke no, shop. No, I bought it from my man, CJ Grant. Salute to him. Y'all make sure y'all go buy Put Mad Snacks. Put his hat out there. What is that? What's his idea? Watch last episode where I wore his hat and I wore his shirt that I bought a black-owned brand. I do it all the time. I, I say it without, I do it without even mentioning it. Niggas know my name out here in Tampa with support in my own all the damn time. Very small, but that's where it starts. Very small, and hopefully it grows. But until then, I'm always going to support small. But who's to say that's not his goal? But he can't get to Warren Buffett before he gets to Oprah. He's there now. Maybe he will get to Warren Buffett. Maybe he won't. I'm just saying, people don't know people's goals. Y'all just can't shut them down because it's not where you want him to do it yet. Maybe he'll get there. Give give him a second. Mike, rebut, and then I want to get to April. Rebut shortly because I want to get to your 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 part of the segment. When did the first Tyler Perry movie come out? Uh, 2000 and... You mean feature-length film? Not yeah, the, the play? The, the, not the like, plays. Like, like six or seven? Like it, was, it was in the early... Two, late, late, mid to late 2000s. Is that long enough? He ain't have a billion dollars back then, though. He didn't. He started out. He no, that's a billion dollars. He ain't got. A, I was just. You know, asking. I say it's no. It's not long enough. You know why it's not long enough? Because when my cell phone breaks, I go to my man Norris Baker to fix my shit. Black owned cell Pick phone business. Black owned Feldon cell phone Steve, business. He's been in business longer than that, and he hasn't got there yet. So no, it's not long enough. Talking about where you go to purchase shit. Well, where and do we, you go to purchase things? It, I, plenty of places. <laughs> do you help out your own black community? You personally? Yeah. yeah What's I, the last right. black thing? And shout out their name. Well, how about the event? I was just at Sunday. Which was what? Say it so it we can put mix, them on. It was a mix. It's over now, but the mix and shop by Ebony, Ebony, whatever her last Ebony name is. Ebony MWA. All it, all, I'm MWA. not going to get into a back and forth about who supports more and who buys more in the black community. And, and and really, if you wanted to, we could, but it's a fruitless conversation because what I'm saying to you, sir, and to anybody listening under the sound of my voice from this PR representative, Claus Cousin, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. April. To April. all of us uh, middle class Americans and everybody else up and down that, the gamut of people that if we're going to fight the fight, then it has to be fought on multiple levels. And what you're simply saying is that just because he done what he's done, that he's done. And I was never raised to believe that that's the case. And I'm not going to stop. No, go ahead. Go ahead. When you, just because you make it, then you keep going, you pick up the flag and you keep running forward. And it goes like this. It's your fight in the media space, bro. You should be calling Diddy. You should be calling all these other people. Let's let April into the conversation. April. I mean, you both have very valid points. And obviously, too much. Always the diplomat. Right. But too much is getting much required. We don't have any black billionaires. I mean, you know, we got Oprah, we got Jay Z, who should be doing some other things that he's not. Oh, that's another conversation. 
And, you know, we have Tyler. So we put a lot on their shoulders. I agree when you get to that level, there's always more you can do. But, you know, um, that's hard. I'm sure he has lots of goals and things that he wants to achieve. And um, I think, like Steve said, maybe he's not done yet. So let's give him a chance to have some more runway to achieve. I'll tell you what, if this means anything to you or not, I mean, it just is what it is. Everything starts small, but you can't do more than what you can do. Sometimes your dollar is just stretched. Big Billionaires' dollars are still stretched. No matter what, we the smaller people always think they can do more because they're smaller. Have no idea what they're really going through because they're smaller. I was at a bachelor party just last week. On my life, I gave every dollar I had to only black strippers and told them in their ears. I'm keeping a buck. I said I told them in the ears. Well, to the porn podcast, Abel. Hey, it is what it is because it's my reality. It's true. I told them because you are black. This one I'm funny you. I went to the bathroom. A black dude was in there. Uh, the black black bathroom attendant. He had shots of Hennessy and sh- everything else. I'm calling man right now, and he can vouch. I only bought from him, and I told him because you are black and you hustling, that's why I'm giving to you. I went broke in that bitch. <laughs> only supporting black people though. But guess what? I know that's not enough because I only stretched that one spot I was at. It didn't stretch all of Tampa. It didn't stretch all of Florida. All I can do is start small from where I'm at. So with that tiny. Sp- Space I'm at. Let's say that tiny space for me is Tyler Perry, right? The world is huge. Tyler Perry is huge to us because we're ants to this giant. But you know what? He's an ant to bigger giants. So he can only do what he can do. And people probably looking at me, you know, when I got done throwing whatever I was throwing, they probably was like, oh, you could have done more. How? I'm, I'm, I'm tapped now. I have no more. But you did support black business. That's the point. You did. Tyler supports I, black business. He but did. You know what? I think, he did. But you know what? At the end of the day, because niggas never satisfied, I ain't never do enough. I think I think the interesting thing, and to use Steve's metaphor, this <laughs> is just funny to me, that it, while you supported those uh, dancers and the people in the bathroom, and I and could, my man with the smoke with the smoke and, shop, and, 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 your homie and my the, man and that your, went up my cell phone breaks, I only go to him. Yeah, yeah. And with my laptop break, I go to my other black uh, dude. I got you. I got you. I got you. I can finish your point, Mike. Finish point. You are doing all of those things that. Your less than $100,000 a year can do. I'm, I'm just, an ant. You don't know how much he makes. And he don't know how much I, I can make. I know you make ahead. less than one hundred. You're my you best friend. You don't know that, but continue. You're, you're my best friend, sir. I know. You don't, you make uh, more, if you make more than 100000 and you're not paying for drinks at the bar, I'm kind of a little bit miffed at you, hey, FYI. Hey, Go ahead. How do you think rich they rich? You think they pay for shots at the hey, bar for I know. that You should be a billionaire there. Because <laughs> I remember once in a rap song, my friend told me. Continue. No, continue. continue I, I am continue, point. but my friend told me if he got it, then I got it, and I ain't got a hundred k. So let me get that. Hold on. Go ahead. But what I, basically what I would say to his metaphor, I commend you for doing all the things that you're done. If you had a larger income base or a larger reach or a larger platform, I would be challenging you to put that money in better places than in places that it's immediately going to get spent out of our community. Probably getting cuts taken hold off your the thought, top. Hold your thought. We don't know where it's going to get spent. We don't, hold your thought. I don't give a fuck about what we don't know. Right. Stop so Mike, telling me what we so don't Mike, know. What right. do we do know? Right, Mike, so do, I, do strippers pay? Do they pay a cut they off pay the top bills. of their money? Uh, Not just bills. Do oh, they, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's yes. what I'm saying. That there money don't cut circulate that in our community. Stop telling me what we don't know. I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm pivot. Let I'm going to pivot. I don't want to pivot. I want to make my point. And then you can pivot. Make your point. My simple point is they keep saying that niggas ain't never satisfied. And I say niggas is totally satisfied with where they at. And that's part of the goddamn problem. And I'm oh. sorry for my language. That's wrong. That's Everybody I spend with, we literally circulate. That's our point. That's why I go to our man. You never know, Mike. That dollar that was in a G-string yesterday could, could be in your pocket right now. I don't care about what we don't know. What we do know is that I'm a scholarship would do more than giving a stripper a dollar. Agreed. That is a We can agree that. All right. All right. While we still have April, you good? You good on time, April? I don't want to lose you. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Will you fill up your... Are you enjoying this? 
Massey, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. so intriguing. It really is. Your, is. Is, your gla- is your wine glass full? Um, I'm almost, you know, look. Why don't you re- refill that? You got the bottle next to you? No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, you sure? I just yeah. refill mine. We're going we're gonna to get, by the end of the show, we usually get a little tipsy. All right, so I'm going to keep April on because I actually wanted to talk because Mike had a little, we wanted to skip from the news segment, the news, the news space of media because I think we made some great points and I think we made, we, we put some good information out there, y'all. Obviously, the, I think we can all agree we do need some black, more black news media, but it ain't just on Tyler Perry. It's not shoulders. just on Tyler. That's and, and, we're, we and we're both as passionate as we are because we be, not just believe what we believe, but I actually believe what he's saying too. I right. just think you got to push harder on both sides so mike but let's let's move on to the space of how we're represented in actual uh an actual visual media so that's television streaming all of the above and uh kind of one of the reasons that this is kind of came up when i did my research for this for this episode uh the, and i found that 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 little bit of tidbit about how we're, we were underrepresented back in the 90s and now we're kind of overrepresented in the television space um you wanted to talk a little bit about television yeah just television television alone i think i guess the point i would frame it from because representation is always present we're being representative everybody here and all the resumes and accolades and everything that we bring to just us four here but also i think the biggest statements are made because news is important and and even content creators and everything is important but i think the biggest statements the most viewers is in the tv space um movies are geared to a like to a specific audience you're you know it reaches the people it wants right. to reach tv has an opportunity especially primetime tv to reach so many more people so let's start with just a simple question and lighten things up okay best black tv show and it doesn't have to be sitcom comedy drama it could be whatever you want it to be and i would let, like to start with our guests well, hold on hold on before you ask her best black represented show or best black show altogether? however you want to frame right, cool. black right. people no in the premise. lead or totally black show all together but Ape, let's just start the conversation. i'm curious like right now or of all time of all time all time all time Ugh. This is so hard. I do believe your favorite or what's your go to like just I do believe that we're in the golden age television. So there's just some great content out right now. Like you said, on all platforms, just great stuff. But my go to I'm going to always be a Cosby show fan or different world fan. I mean, I went to Howard University because I watched different world. It made a big imprint in my life. So that, that I think they're just great shows. Nice. So if I can go next, we're obviously related because I literally said I literally the same thing. It has to. It's literally a mix between. A di- I have. I say. I say probably best is a different world because I. I feel kind of a little bit of a <laughs> when I talk about the Cosby Show because uh, because of Bill, Bill uh, because of Bill's <laughs> shenanigans uh, and not to not to. De- de- devalue that uh, but it, those two shows were so I almost went to HBCU I did not go to HBCU I went to I went to a non uh, HBCU college but it was in a town that had an HBCU I went to FSU FAMU was right there I uh, almost went to April's college uh, but I went to FSU and I visited and I fell in love with the campus so uh, we, we almost would have been uh, 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 alumni together but that show, though, is what made me know that I wanted to go to college. So it was definitely a different world. And the Cosby show was something that made me realize that I wanted to be eventually a dad and have a powerhouse wife and then have not five children, but have some children. And Olivia's, <laughs> Olivia's a little bit like a Rudy. Some. Would you say Olivia's <laughs> yeah. a little bit like a Rudy? 100%. She got Rudy energy. All right. So what would you say, Mike? Uh, if we're jumping to me, I'm going to go Fresh Prince. Okay. And I just think it was something so dope about this rapper turned actor, comedian, delivering the the deepest, most like appropriate messages while getting off the comedy yeah yeah family matters 
Oh, nice. Like, like, like yes. this is just what I grew up on. Like when I understood certain things, I'm sure the Cosby's was, yeah. was, um, obviously one for us all, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about things I fully understood. I was yeah, born was old in 84. To, yeah. I fully get family matters. And I related to the, to the character of Steve Urkel. And I loved how he loved. <laughs> Wait a minute. How, how, how did you relate to Steve Urkel? How can you not you black dude wanting the girls? Like dudes wasn't but always... you weren't a nerd. I know you weren't no nerd. When no, you... okay. but not in the a nerd sense. Yeah. So nerd he sense. also turned his stuff on. He did. He wasn't always the, he was you... always Steve <gasps> Urkel. If you took the potion right now, would you be a nerd? Are you the Stefan in the no, scenario? This is the nerd. No, this I'm is the nerd right now. This, this is, is nerd. Oh damn. Facts, okay. Facts. Facts. Yeah. The Stefan is better. Yeah. Yeah. Way better. It's like Michael B. So I never. So, so the family, family matters. What I really grew up on, and I fully understood comedy between family matters, and also I can throw in from that same era. No, no, uh, two two seven. Oh, two, two, seven. oh I, know. I don't think April knows about two two seven. I know. Good about choice. Two, two, seven. Yes. What two two seven was, was yeah. actually even uh, before family NBC, matters. I think. But those are two. Nineteen seventy. Two two seven literally probably molded me and raised me to get to um, family matters. Two two seven was yeah. That's you was on all. that Jackie. You love Jackie, didn't you? Uh, I like them. I like them all. I, lo- yeah. I love the, all the characters. To be honest, I, Damn, I was still I don't just even a know kid. about this. Show. Yes, so, been out the country. So very rarely do Steve and I vibe so much on on an actual. Oh, agreement I figured of this This is a hundred percent. But I wanted to say something real quick, and then April, I want you to comment too, mm-hmm. Steve. So, uh, the Cosby Show started in 1984. Uh, Family Matters started in 1989. Both That's are very. Why I remember it way both, more. both are very, well, of course. Mm-hmm. But, but the Cosby Show has always been on TV. It's except for, yeah, yeah, except yeah. for one. Syndication is real. Uh, but the Cosby Show. I have Netflix, so watch the first one. I'll come and watch this on, on TV. But like, <laughs> Y'all ever noticed though, that the, 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 the Cosby Show was upper, upper middle, upper class, not even middle class, upper class black family in New York, a doctor and a lawyer with five yeah, kids, yeah, right? Yeah. They were wealthy. They had the, the, the history lessons, all of the different well grandpas. But let's. But let's but let's 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 just oppose that to the family matters. They were actually a working class family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harriet was a housewife for many seasons and then got a job eventually. Mm-hmm. And Carl was a cop. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's quite interesting. Both shows presented us positive black families, married and no stereotype, no no actual, not a single fucking stereotype in either show that I can think of. And I feel like, do you feel like the Cosby Show gets more bail than Family Matters? Bail? Do we do we do we do? do we put the Cosby Show on such I high like regard the same than pedestal. we do Family Guard though? Uh, family Family Matters. I, I think they're all on the same pedestal. I, I disagree though. I think that people would literally automatically gravitate to the to the Cosby Show and be like the Cosby Show that's a positive representative of a black family. And and we're gonna always say Family Matters was a good show that we watched well, and we love it. Can I ask this question of all people yeah, here? Go ahead. And, I'm sorry. What's your cousin's name? This is April. Why April, 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 April. I'm so uh, sorry. January, February, April. I'm so bad with names, but. Her middle name is my daughter's name. <laughs> anyway, it's um, actually our great grandmother's name, but that's another that's another history lesson. If just stripping down the titles and the people involved and the all the due respect that we should place on these shows, which was the better written and filmed show of the three we just pitched? The three shows, yeah, of the Fresh Prince, Family Matters, and Cosby. Was it Cosby just the better show? But Cosby was a better written show to me. Isn't that why it gets that? Would everybody agree? I, I want to hear April, uh, April. I mean, I agree with that. And I also think, and I love the Steve Urkel character too, <laughs> but it also like brought about, about the silliness. And then, of yeah. course, think about, you know, um, Family Matters was part of Friday Night, the TGIF thing, you know. Facts. Most TGIF. networks don't put their best programming on Friday night. That's kind of the, yeah, like you, the, you yeah. know, if you're a preteen, you sat at home and watched it. So, yeah. Cosby had that prime time spot. So, that's going to be all that. 
Cosby was silly yeah. too. Cosby was very yeah. silly. Yeah. But we, we got more lessons than Cosby. Then, then not TGIF Friday. Then, yeah, then that, that, that was her. Let's that was just her say point. Bill never went back in time. Urkel did. <laughs> there was no transformation chamber on the Cosby <laughs> show. There was on Family Matters. Come on. It was, it was, and I have it's to add two bonus shows to this. Like whenever they're on, and these like they predate me being born. But if That's I ever gnarly. see Good Times, or if I see Sanford and Son, I have oh, to sit yeah. down and watch yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Fred Sanford is just brilliant. I mean, to sit down and watch this show that like I wasn't even born, and this dude still makes me laugh to this day. Mm-hmm. I just find that amazing. So Granddad used to watch Sanford and Son all the time. I don't even know what I don't even know what channel because back in that I mean this is in the nineties. Yeah, what, I don't know like what channel did that come on? I think the, the show came one. out in seventy one or seventy two. But uh, what show was yeah. showing reruns? Like what channel the, was showing the, reruns of San Francisco? The, the least static yeah. one. Yeah, the least static yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or, or the one with hella static yeah. you just yeah. watched through. Or it. the one the one where your brother gotta go outside and hold the antenna. Yes. Turn outside? Turn it to the left. Go outside and hold the antenna? Yeah, that's the outside antenna. So we all we all pitch sitcoms. What about non sitcoms? And we let's let's keep it current. What recent Non sitcom, are y'all jiving or vibing with jiving? Can I go first? Yeah, anybody. Unequivocally, open I feel proud, proud of how Blackish is is written, portrayed, how it is is done. The actors, I literally so so. If I had to get all of all of the actors that make me feel just so good about black, just about black actors in general, Anthony Anderson, uh, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, Jennifer Lewis, Jennifer mm-hmm. Lewis, Jennifer Lawrence, Lewis. Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne, even yeah. the kids, uh, uh, Yahara Shahidi, I uh, probably mis- mis- mispronounced her, her name. This was her, one of her breakout like, moments. That show, and, and, and the crazy thing is that that show is in, I think, season six now, I want to say season six now, and, if, and, and I would, and I know that because the kids are getting older, and, and a sitcom tends to kind of fall off as the kids get older, and, and things oh. tend to change. Unless you're working with Disney, unless you're working with Disney, uh, unless you're working with Disney, you're going to spinoffs. All the issues. I, I, that is kind of one of my most proud shows out there because it doesn't hold. There's no punches held. They talk about white people all the time. They talk about black people, racism, all they everything. Cover all There's angles, of every, every angle, and they, and they do doing it in a so way that's so palatable that anybody can watch it. Well, they they kind of married, and I'm gonna let April go after this. They kind of married what we were just talking about—the difference between a Family Matters and a Cosby. They did with, with Dre being as silly as he is, with Junior being as silly as he is, even uh, the young boy—I forget his name right now. Uh, uh, all all of them bring silly. Even Bo and uh, every character has a yeah. silly level. What is the twins' name? I can't I think know, of it right now, but every character has a silly level, and then every show has a real serious Jack, Jack and Diane, Jack and Diane yeah. uh, a real serious. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about here, and that's the brilliance of Blackish and the issues. Uh, April, what, what would you say is your non sitcom? Uh, Although Blackish is a sitcom, I lie. I cheated. Um, my favorite of the moment is Pose. Pose, um, Pose is, I actually got it's well done. Two of it. Go ahead. Yeah, it's well done. And we think about black people representation and us showing up differently than we might in some of the other shows. I think it hits the mark and it just um, draws you in. Hey, well, can you explain what that show is about? Because I've seen yeah, I've it on, on Hulu. Uh, I think it's on Hulu or on, on uh, HBO Max. One, one mm-hmm. of the ones that it's always there it's and, I, it's, and it's saved. It's saved for me. It's an FX show. I just haven't watched it yet. What is it about? It is about, um, um, it takes place in the late 80s, early 90s. And it's a, it's when um, the AIDS crisis first starts. Okay. Mm. And it takes a look at a group of people that are in the LBGTQ community, some of them transgender, um, and just very, through their very black lens um, or brown lens, because it also features Latino actors mm-hmm. and actresses. 
and what that was like. And for someone like me, I was alive, but obviously young and didn't understand yeah. like all the things oh, that you go to through as a black gay person that was fighting this disease. And Billy Porter is phenomenal. I see why he's won awards for it. Absolutely. He just opens your eyes to what that was like. Very interesting. And it has really? a great soundtrack. It is a great is very soundtrack. well done. It's filmed well. The music is dope. The acting Do y'all kind of love how Billy Porter has kind of come to the forefront recently? Because people don't realize Billy Porter has been in, has been singing and in, uh, and, and in uh, Broadway for quite some time. He actually dropped a single for the first Wives Club, which came out in 19, I want to say 1996, 1995. And that was like the first time I was like, Billy Porter can sing. I was like, this is a singing guy. He can sing. And I'm like, and then he put out a couple albums and he started doing Broadway and all this stuff like that. It's, I love how he's kind of come to the forefront yep. now because he's a, kind of a powerhouse yeah i was gonna say you get your break when you get it yeah. and i say run young man run like keep going and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna back you and everybody and he's, and he's out and he's proud and i kind of and i and i, I kind of give that. i give I, I give that's also kind of something else you're different you're not only are you black but you you even different different you're different yeah, in our being black ain't a monolith which is a cliche not, term i don't know when you say monolith by the way but <laughs> I, I don't know why i don't know why but it's not it's a cliche term but the fact is we aren't and all these forms of representation are needed because we fit so many different bills, even in this room. But Steve, what, would Steve, be your what do you want that's black centric? That's like current. That's not not a comedy. Honestly, there's. If I'm gonna give the buck, like you named Blackish, which I was fucking with, but re- currently the like I finished all the Blackish episodes. That's like. Yeah. That's like before 2020 even. There's literally no, nothing. They start, and, oh, no. and they start new ones. I missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a new season. There's a new the season, season was actively yeah. on until two yeah. weeks ago. It's a good one. Oh, well, I missed that one. Yeah, yeah. I missed it. But okay, so I'll, I will But Black is a sitcom too. Yeah. But, but, I, I, I cheated. I'll think about something else. I'll cheat something else. Yeah, so I got to run that. But currently right now, we're we talking just, just sitcoms right now. I it, don't have one. Right anything. No, any any black-centric TV show. That's or or anything streaming. Well, anything. well, for me, streaming is podcast. I don't watch TV. I, I okay. really don't that have is. a TV yeah. show. Yeah, I watch zero TV currently. Yeah, all my podcasts are black. From from Nori, salute to him. To Button, salute to him. Uh, Charlemagne and them, salute to them. Like I, I don't watch TV regularly. But now that I know Blackish is back, I will go back and. Wasn't check there out. something that he was watching that we were talking about? Not to he. What, black he- summer. I thought, was, I thought it was Snowfall, but I he thought said it was Snowfall. He said it wasn't him. Also, so on behalf of Steve, because we got to watch Snowfall. Yeah, Snowfall is dope. It's us. It's I you and me. That, we haven't watched it. Everybody else has. Hey, bro, have you watched Snowfall? I haven't. It's on my list, though. I know. It's, it's on everybody's list. It's I just have it's still Marie, like TV stinks again. It's time to start watching all those shows we missed. Before you go there, before you go there, I'm going to put people on. I'm going to stand there Steve. I'm going to put people on to something. The Godfather of Harlem. I'm, I thought you were going to go there or Fargo. I'm going to go there. The Godfather <laughs> of Harlem. Just because we're lighthearted before we get into the analysis of things. April, have you watched The Godfather of Harlem? I have not. It is a stars television program with Forrest Whitaker and everybody in the world. Giancarlo okay. Esposito. She's in. And you're already in, right? She's in. And it's literally, it follows Bumpy Johnson in Harlem in the 19, almost 70s, I want to say. And it's got uh, Clayton Powell Jr. It's got Malcolm X in it. It's got uh, uh, um, um, the Gigante Italian I, mob family. I don't want to jump in it's, and cut in here. We're not here to promote the I know. Shows. I'm promoting it real quick. I know you love it. I'm promoting it before, you love you, before it, we get into the analysis. And because it. it is the greatest show out there. I'm going to do it on behalf of Steve. Watch. Watch The Godfather of Harlem. It's an amazing television program. It's one of it's one of my favorites. But Steve, uh, let's get it. Let's get to the shits. Well, I, I, I'm going to say mine. Go ahead. Get into the, get, get into the shits. Let's get into the shits. Oh, that was, like into, that was the into the mix remix. That's what it is. The into, uh, that's what it is. Into the shits. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, mine's is, and this is a little bit of cheating too because it's on HBO, Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah, well. 
Well, yeah. Okay, very good show. Any sci-fi, yeah. any yeah. sci-fi horror thriller, you like yeah. any of that, you it's amazingly written yeah. and it has a lot of messages that you should be listening to. Yeah. Um, There's nothing that literally has ever juxtaposed, juxtaposed sci-fi horror thriller uh, fantasy with our struggle in America. Mm-hmm. It's never been done. There's nothing. <laughs> never There's done. nothing. So it's such a, a out there, never done show ever done before. So and so big well bail to them. Done. And there's so many more, like honorable mentions of Insecure. And, and there's so many Ooh, shows. We're going to talk, sure about, we're gonna we talk can, about Issa Rae here in a minute. We can talk about a lot. I did want to ask everybody here. So Snowfall was tossed out. We got Power, The Wire. We t- The earlier convo was on representation. Yeah. Do y'all feel that actual historical events rewritten in fiction format should that be fair play like do we need those it's about our history though yeah because like our snowfall was about the, the breakout of the crack epidemic and you got oh, like got the wire which was on fire yeah well you never you should watch Especially since you're moving bags like left and right so you should really it's like I'm, coming like it's like a, it's almost like an instructional video for you or something right? it, i guess i don't know i, I gotta watch i have no it, idea what snowfall snowfall, is, snowfall is pusha t's rap career and movie in tv format well that sounds amazing yeah, yeah. on what on what on where it's on, FX, it's on hulu but they, hulu, hulu. It's on FX. He has Hulu, though. But it's on FX for those who are asking, of like the, the general audience. But yeah. Steve, you can find the, the old shows on, on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu plays it all. Anyway, but what I was going to ask is basically about these types of shows, because these are almost historical representation of real things that happen. Okay. The crack academic, epidemic, Baltimore and the drug uh, situation out there with the police and the wire. Uh, you got jail shows like Oz. You got all these different types of real life based dramas. Is this representation that needs to ongoing kind of like the the argument that um the girl from blackish that plays diane said i'm tired of seeing black pain and i won't act in any movie that depicts it should this be a continuation of things we we i think absolutely i think there's so much lost and you know we we can be real some of us don't read or don't know our history um, a lot of a lot of us don't read doing a high sum from a nigga put it in a book you know it's true and you know uh, I got to talk about Pose. I didn't. I was alive, but would have no idea my life in Clearwater, Florida, that there was someone in in New York going through this in this way. So it opens your eyes. Um, Claude mentioned my dissertation earlier that I need to finish, but it's on um, when they see us, the Ava DuVernay mm. movie, and the um, and the um, uh, the five young men in New York that were uh, wrongly accused and. Yep. People watch that film. That's actually the whole dissertation. The real life events then then um, make people mad. There was a documentary done a few years ago by Ken Burns. It didn't piss anybody off. Her film got folks fired thirty years later. Like people all of a sudden were like that happened. It really happened. And when it happened, you weren't as mad as you are now until she made an entire film about it. And put it back on Front Street again. So I think they're vital. They're very, very important. Do you think that we as a people, and I don't just mean black people, I just mean people in general, we don't watch documentaries, we don't watch the news. As a, as a people, we don't. As as a country, as a country, we do not. I would say the rest of the sure. rest of the world does, but but in general, we don't watch the news. Overall, overall, sure, overall, sure. sure. Thank you. Would you say though that it, it's more palatable if you put it in a movie? I think her putting a Hollywood lens on it. And she had in there Nisi Nash, John Lezagamo. She had in there some actors in Hollywood. And it makes people look at things differently. She actually took, um, and you've seen it with um, Just Mercy, that, you know, uh, a Brian Stevenson film that Mike Michael B. Jordan was in. Mm-hmm. These, this man wrote a book. He's really, really accomplished. A film, you know, because I'm in communication, I have a chart in my office um, that has, like, how people come to different levels of understanding and when something is in film form and then it can reach a mass audience in that way, 
it has such a bigger impact and effect than any documentary every would or every any news article or any would or wherever a um, a, uh, a news report ever would. So film being so in, uh, powerful gives someone in, in ninety to, minutes to two hours a real lens of something that happened and it's done in an entertaining way so they can digest it and really think on that. So I think it's important. So let me comment on this before you go, Mike. I wouldn't say anything. So I, I, I teed that up for that. And right. you, thank you for that. Oh, that she's was, gonna give it. That's yeah. why. Yeah. So, so let me, let me, let me, let me, let me challenge that. I'm, I'm, I dare to challenge that. Not, I'm not challenging it, but I am kind of challenging it. Roots came out in 19 what 75. Uh, Alex Healy's uh, adaptation on the television program with our boy um, uh, Lavar Burton. Burton came out in the 1970s. So. The, the the masses have seen our struggle from inception on their television screen. And Roots is one of the most popular miniseries of all time. Believe it or not, Roots, Roots is highly popular, Did very you popular. undo your point? Uh, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that so we've been watching this thing. Since, we've been watching our struggle since the 1970s. We also the autobiography of Michael Max or X with, with um, uh, uh, Denzel, Denzel. Spike Lee joint came out in the 1990s as well. It's almost like, is it a... Damn, we go watch this movie or watch this television program and we're outraged, you know, we're outraged for that point and then nothing comes out of it. You know? Oh, when I see they, what you're saying. You're you talking about saying? the after the movie. The after what, the what movie. What happens when you walk out of the theater? What is happening after the movie? You still with us, April? I'm oh, here. You are. You are. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I do think it can lead to different types of activism. And, you know, to your point, when Roots came out, there were three channels and everybody sat around the channel and they watched right. it. So today, right. you know, I love Ava. I wish that she made that um, when they see us in, I think, a four or five part series on Netflix. Mm. Most people are not going to watch a 10 hour film. I yeah. sat down and watched This is great. But and I the fact that movie. you have to be a Netflix subscriber and you have to go find it and sit down and have that kind of time. So film has changed and how we digest things have changed. And ten, you're very ever going to get like a, a roots captive audience again. Mm-hmm. Why do because you think that? Do you feel she, maybe she should have just made a um a newscast? <laughs> A new, a new, a news company. Yeah, that would have been better. So she can. No lie, well, he's joking. But a Ava <laughs> newscast, hire me, please. I will literally sign up. I will give the best audition ever. I, I am there for that one hundred percent. I'm there for that. I, I will let Steve rock with that one. It, it's an interesting idea, like April just said, that most um, entertainment sources come in hour bites or hour and a half, two hour. If you're listening to pods. As pod creators, that's something we toy with. We're yeah. literally doing it right now in our two-hour pod now. But, uh, yeah, uh, like she said, a 10-hour movie just ain't something that people are going to watch. Even a four-hour movie and something they wanted to watch, which was like Justice League, wasn't received well for the length. Yeah. But 10-episode series of anything, because I, I know I cheated when I said Lovecraft Country, because Lovecraft Country was a movie cut into 10 pieces. Yeah. And they delivered... A feature length film hey, over bro, you 10 just hours. finished all your wine. Yeah, I've seen you. There's pour. a little swig left. A little, a little <laughs> swig. All right. I don't know. It's time to pour it. But I, I will say this about the, the documentaries versus the movies because documentaries do get popular. It's easier to sell it. I forget what the phrase is where, you, where you're taking the medicine with sugar, with teaspoon and sugar, whatever that phrase is. Spoonful of sugar spoon makes the medicine go down. Yeah, whatever. The medicine <laughs> go down, the medicine go down. What? Well, like you ain't never seen Mary Poppins. Sing that to me all the time. You see, it's Mary Poppins. How's your friend? Why was your friend feeding you medicine? I said singing. Oh, singing you, that's all. She was, you sing that song, and I would die laughing. And even in our adult life, we we reference that. Well, it's true. You get I me. Mean, you also get more, more flies with honey than you do vinegar. 
I haven't learned this that is lesson. The, the, the phraseology. But I, I would ask this. Of all the, like we talked about, there's sketch comedy. There's animated comedy like the Boondocks. There's real depictions like Insecure. There's Power and all these drug movies. We could talk about black film and black media to 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 a blue in the face. Past the we need to fight this fight on many fronts uh, conversation, just taking a step right past it. If y'all had to choose one way to get your information out to the people, that's going to be most well received and most likely to continue and succeed. Which movie? What genre style would you go with? Start with April. Start with you, April. How we get your message out? That is a good question. Our message out to us are people that are not like us. Oh, see, I didn't even. Let's, let's answer both. Yeah, if y'all want to play part that A, part B. Comedy. It would, it would be something entertainment. It would be it would be an entertainment focused thing. To not us, it might be, but if to to a mainstream audience, I probably would say drama. Okay. Okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to agree, but yes, uh, our our people, we do we're way more receptive to comedy, a hundred percent. That's and because comedy is also a commentary on real life, mm-hmm. and our life is and our history as a people in this country has been gallows humor, awful. Mm-hmm. It has been awful, mm-hmm. but it, it, the, the laughing to keep us from crying. Yeah, you know, uh, Whoopi Goldberg had that. Uh, ha, uh, that I know she produced this show. It was called uh, Why We Laugh. I think it was Why We Laugh, and it had all the kind of the black comedians or the the female comedians, all that. But it was because of our history. We can, we have to laugh at it because who wants to sit around and cry all the time? Yeah. So 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 giving uh, so fe- feeding it to us definitely in a comedy, mm-hmm. uh, feeding it to the masses. I think masses people tend to uh, I think that's on the other end. I think people tend to generally be more receptive. Comedy uh, dramas are the ones that get the big awards. You know. So you're going comedy drama like Cuzzo? Like I'm going Cuzzo. Yeah, yeah. See? I'm literally following suit, and it only makes sense to always follow a black woman Ooh, to lead. Yes. And she said what she said. And I, hey, this is I the matriarch of my family someday. I can't. I'm sorry. This is the matriarch of my family someday. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like honestly, yeah, comedy and drama. I completely agree with you. I can I, I can only add to what you said, and I can only agree with you. You're right. Yeah. In my opinion. Remember that commercial where everybody's like, "I'll have a water. I'll have a coke," and the guy's like, "I'll have a Sam Adams," and everybody double back. <laughs> I'm about to hit y'all with. The I'll Sam. have a Sam Adams. I'm gonna hit y'all with the Sam Adams. I'm gonna go animate it. Animate it. You can do both. You can jump in and out of stuff. You oh. can be real and fantasy and. You didn't give us that choice. How you gonna bring something out? You didn't I said, even give whatever us genre. What genre? Open. I like that. Open ended Animate it. Big ups to Soul, by the way. Soul was amazing. Yeah. Boondocks is one of my all-time favorite shows of all time. All time. Yeah, but. We left one out that should get honorable mention. I feel like Sketch gets a lot of our stories. Like the what's the one on HBO with the black the black women? The, the uh, what is it called? Black Lady Sketch. Sketch. Black yeah. Lady. yeah that, Do you know anybody yeah. on that show, April? She know how. Um, I know some writers for that show. I think they're brilliant. I yes. I watch it I every week. I love yeah. it. Michael Che's show is great. I, yeah. I love Two Dope Queens. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like you said, Issa Rae. I'm loving what I'm seeing, especially black women in that field. Do, but there's some really great sketch comedy out right now. I think. We had the old key and peel the Chappelle's and that should right. go without mention. But I would yeah. jump on the back of what you just said there. Um, two or three of those shows you just named used to be either pods or web series. And smart, like Steve said, you do what you can when you can. And that's why SVM does pods. Because you want, was it Two Dope Queens and Issa, Issa Rae with Insecure yeah. coming from a YouTube web series. Y'all, you can get the bag. You can be uh, Bodega Boys and turn into, uh, what's her current show name? I forget. You know who I'm talking about. 
This is Amaro. Jesus, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is Amaro. Uh, even small writers like Kugler, even Tyler Perry and, and Steve Harvey and a bunch of other people who started out sleeping in their car and writing some small story came back to sell it later. And there's there's a message in that. And I everything that we're watching used to be something. What, write, keep writing. What about the girl at the inauguration doing the poetry and all that? Yes, big ups to oh, her. Made it mm-hmm. she, she, yes, 100%. And, uh, you start out as reading other people's stuff, then you start writing your own. So I, so not to prolong the conversation like any longer than it has to be, but to get back to spe- sketch comedy, it's kind of funny that you said that because I had written down on my, on, on my phone, not on this piece of paper, uh, about... Blacker, because we started off with April having a conversation about blacks represented mm-hmm. in in media, yeah. and I always said in my brain, I was I always go back to the Tyrone Koppel. Do y'all know what Tyrone Koppel is? April, do you know what Tyrone Koppel is mm-hmm. from in Living in Living Color? Yeah. Tyrone Koppel, <laughs> Tyrone Koppel <laughs> was Jamie Foxx's character mm-hmm. on in Living Color, where he basically was Ted Koppel mm-hmm. but black. And it would always have you if you if you go oh, back to oh, the, the, yeah, yeah. the, the news I'm Tyrone yes, yes, Cobble, yes, yes, and yes, it's yes. all good. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I know I did it. That's uh, pretty... uh, I did. He did. It's really good. <laughs> and so and I and it always makes me laugh because I'm always kind of like he's joking, but I probably feel like if I got Abby Phillips and if I got and if I got Neil Luca Henderson and if I got Bakari Sellers in a room with just me and we talking, it ain't gonna be quite as buttoned up and, and tied up and I feel like that's something would that it, be? it would probably be a little bit a little bit more relaxed because you know that we code switch and we're always a little bit more relaxed around our people because us we have to be palatable for the masses so and I think that, that and I say that to say this do y'all feel like we have to be palatable in the media space to the masses we we, we can present ourselves to our people the way we present ourselves i don't, I don't know if but they do can we handle, have to be palatable to the masses i don't know if they can handle full black like full current to the max unapologetically black black i don't know if the masses can handle that we can handle that we understand it they i don't know if they want that and i, I hate to say it i wish they did because it's fun it's fun being black it's fun showing up yeah. at the cookout it's fun getting roasted by the fam when you walk in it's fun roasting Yeah, that back. ain't fun. As somebody who got roasted by my family quite a bit, it's not always fun, but so, it is. For those of us that could take it. Uh, uh, April, do you, do you think that we have to be palatable to the masses? I mean, I think somewhat. Like, again, I'm loving to see all the things that are coming at HBO. So the shows that we've named, I'm going to sketch comedy show, Insecure, Michael Che, and Two Dope Queens are all HBO. So mm-hmm. someone over at HBO behind the scenes in the top office gets it. But I don't yeah. think they would put something on HBO that wasn't palatable. It yeah. has to be at some point. But that's the four like big shows out right now that are as far as like black comedians really doing it, and they're all on HBO or HBO Max. Well, because remember when Fox used to be the hood, the hood channel. The Fox used to Fox and UPN. Yeah, they had like PJ. Fox and UPN and used to have yeah, the, UPN. UPN and Fox used to have the hood shows, basically. Facts. Think, Never mind. No, I think no, UPN was owned by a larger like Viacom or something. Uh, UPN is owned by Paramount. That's who it was. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually Warner Brothers. Paramount Plus. Yeah. So, so, so. Which has got to deal with HBO. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where I, I do feel like we have to be a little bit more palatable because you're not going to get a full on us on I, ABC. I want to keep that for us as it is anyway. Yeah. It's ours. Yeah. We, we know how we speak behind closed doors and. They don't. I don't want. First of all, they take everything and ruin it. I heard. A, I heard somebody on TV the other day said something about woke. I was watching. I don't remember what I was watching, and it was just a white guy. He was like, "Because we have to be woke," and I. I literally. I. Just, oh God. Like, can we have nothing? Can y'all just invent your own thing? 
I think it's also important to remember, though, comedy is universal. You know, I, I have to say it because he re- recently passed. One of my favorite memories is going to see Paul Mooney do a stand-up theme. And the white people, he was just himself. He was as raw as he could be. And the white folks laughed harder than we did. Who's I was this? like, what y'all laughing at, Paul Mooney? Okay. You know, comedy is universal. They like it, too. You know. So, so April, thank you for bringing up Paul because we did not show respect yeah, to the uh, the late, great Paul Mooney. We did. Oh, we did last. Yeah, yeah Steve, I'm Steve. sorry. That's me. I'm sorry. I, I feel like the world didn't pay respects to Paul Mooney, but um, but I agree with you, and 100. percent And and back to the palatability question is is that I do we feel as though we have to be palatable to them? No, nah, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there is some things out there that are real enough. Issa Rae is doing a damn thing. Just to pivot real quick, and then we're gonna. Do y'all have anything else? No. No, no. Yeah, I, no. I would if April had anything to say. I want uh, to so get. before before we give her a final thought. April, you put a very amazing article on your Facebook. I'm a fan once again about Issa Rae and her being the new Spider Woman. And that, and Mike and I, as Mike didn't know, I, I actually informed him, and that's such a big freaking thing because she's perfect. There's always this thing about whitewashing. Is that blackwashing? I don't. First of all, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> blackwashing would be the equivalent of taking a bath with a wet wipe. <laughs> you ain't washing, washing. It ain't no black washing happening nowhere. White washing yeah. happens on a regular basis, too often and too much. I, yeah, Issa Rae fits the bill with the with her quirkiness, yes. and her awkwardness, her comedy and, and ability to. And I hope she could bring the physical side of it because of what that character brings, and I don't doubt that she can. Uh, I think Issa Rae is very capable of the physical. Oh yeah, I'm just saying what I hope because I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, I love it. I, and for it to be her, and hopefully she has a hand in the writing. Spider Man always had Spider Man and Woman always had that air of like comedy, that awkward, like right. cringy, like uh, campy comedy. And I hope she has a hand in the writing too. Yeah, maybe some of the girls from the Black Ladies Guest Show. How would you feel about that? Because I know that you were growing up. I mean, I, I used to watch your mom, and I used to watch Star Trek. So we used to, oh, I used yeah, to, she loves it. Yeah, Star Trek. So I grew up with sure. the, my first introduction to not nerd nerdhood was with her mom. We used to watch Star Trek, Star Trek together. Nice. Uh, uh, my mom likes Star Trek too, though. I, so that's not tra- quite true. But I used to watch Star Trek with our moms, and uh, and there wasn't a lot of whole representation of us as black kids with the heroes back then. And now having East. Well, you had to do with the things on his forehead. That, that was the, 90s. the Klingon. The Klingon. Uh, the Worf. Worf. Yeah, the guy with the, the alien with the butt on his face is what you're t- trying to say? Worf is a commendable, honorable character <laughs> he who, is. who would fight anybody to the he death. He is, but he wasn't actually black. He was a, an alien, which is also an allegory. Michael Dorn. Is it Dorn or Dorf? Michael, the actor. Michael Dorn is definitely Dorn. A black, but definitely, the character wasn't black. He was black. But the character wasn't black because there wasn't actual. There were characters. Hey, bro, I apologize. Listen, I played sports and I was outside and I was talking to girls. And he had sex in high school, so yes, we know. <laughs> you were I like, did all nah. the above yeah. and watch Star Trek. I was talking to girls. So I did. <laughs> Yes. I did turn down some comes out. I was a virgin until college. Dragon Ball it. Z, by the way. Yeah. You did what? <laughs> I turned some down for Dragon Ball Z. It's That's awful. My man you Jake turned down a girl to go watch Dragon Ball Z. No, we were at my house watching Dragon Ball Z, and I was like, not right now. I'm watching TPZ. Back then, you couldn't like pause. Or was it one of those episodes when they just talked the whole episode and no action? Oh, happened? no. It was a lit episode. I don't want to say it was a Super Saiyan Can episode. Can we get to the point? You asked me a question. April, this is when they st- stop messing with black women, by the way, just so you're aware. <laughs> that's a total lot of women I'm talking about with April black. loves my wife, FYI. I do. I know. That's why she they does. said they, they stopped. April, though, <laughs> just just one quick comment on that because that was something I had, I had to get into the episode, Issa Rae being, uh, because there's not a whole lot of black 
female superheroes out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we've we've Black Panther. Uh, Sam is now the uh, uh, the uh, Anthony Mackie is now Captain America, mm-hmm. and now you have Issa Rae being Spider Woman, and that Only is quite big because we, and because with the exception of, of Halle Berry playing Catwoman, which was awful, uh, <laughs> and Eartha Kitt back in the 1960s. Now, from my childhood, she, Halle Berry, I got introduced to her playing Catwoman. She was great. <laughs> Salute the Holly Berry playing the, Catwoman. The, seeing Holly Berry on screen, I agree with you. Seeing Watching how, that movie, that I movie almost was vomited. So terrible. Awful movie. The basketball I'm scene. Only the basketball from... scene. Anyhow, let's have April. I was speaking from my childhood. Mm-hmm. Issa Rae is Spider Woman. How does that make you feel? As a, as I am a... really excited about it. I agree. Yeah. She has the quirkiness. She has the humor. I think she'll get... So, a few things happened last week. Not to take it off of just superheroes, no, but ahead, we're seeing black women get these roles. So, Taraji Henson is going to be Miss Hannigan on Annie, who was with the original the Carol Burnett role. Yes. And that's a huge thing. I'm good for I her. I her name without the P. It kind of threw me off. <laughs> well, hold on, though, because that's quite interesting, because I want to go, because it's kind of funny that you brought that up, because it goes back to my blackwashing and the whitewashing comment, because the uh, the uh, movie Annie that came out with Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx was actually the, the Mr. The, he was Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks. So, yeah. is, how... how yeah well this you know nbc every year does does those like real life musicals so this is going to be one of those holiday the whole family's around watching this it's a huge thing i'm happy about that but then this week also jackie um uh tiffany haddish was announced as playing jackie joiner kirsty no she flowed no yeah jackie joiner kirsty i don't see that i just don't um i don't uh, I don't see it at all, and I, it just seems to, you know, she's one of the best female athletes that ever walked the earth, and I just can't even imagine um, Tiffany Haddish, her, what her body must go through to even, what a hard role to take on. And let's be real, Tiffany Haddish is, 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 is to me, one of the greatest comedic female, and I'm going to throw female in there just because I have to, but also I can take it out. I, I enjoy her on screen. I enjoy her on television. I enjoy listening to her. I love her. I love her just talking in general. I'm a fan. I'm a fan fan of Tiffy Haddish, but I have to say, I don't know who casted that. She can stand because <laughs> it's weird. She's one of the greatest I, comedic female people that you Tiffany, I, I, I can t- Tiffany Haddish on screen it vibes with me, and I feel it, and I, and I love it. Rock with Queens of Comedy. Uh, oh, 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 that's different. We're talking about stand-up comedy. <laughs> I, she, I didn't say stand-up comedian, and, you I, did and not that, say that's, that's very separate from me. Stand-up comedy is very different. All right, so, but I, I love Tiffany Haddish. I love yeah. she does. Okay. She she does very well on screen. Right. To, to your to to both of your points, there are two comedians turn ultra dramatic actors in roles that didn't seem like they can make that transformation. And Will Smith, Will Smith, and Jamie yeah. Foxx both. Yeah. made that physical transformation to play, uh, well, at least Will did, Will did. For, for his role in that movie, but Jamie made a total physical, not muscle, but physical transformation into uh, right. Ray, Ray Charles. Yeah. I, I'm not saying she can't do it. I'm just saying I, I would give it a tra- chance. Tra- tra- I hope she surprises us. When I first heard yes. it, I was like, really? But I hope she does really well at, at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something about comedians, like because even Jordan Pill and the way he writes horror, it's something about comedians being able to translate the things that they do into dr- drama because comedy has that sense of timing and edge and angst that you have to bring to a comedic performance. Even looking at like fatherhood coming out, um, I, I with, believe uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, it's going to be Netflix. trash. 
something about these comedians being able to tap yeah. into these other genres. That's going to be a trash that movie. These other genres can't do trying to tap back into comedy. That's so true. I mean, people forget at one time Tom Hanks was a comedic actor. He's like totally Bruce not Willis. So, Steve, yeah, Steve yeah. left, but Steve would say big, and I'll say it on his behalf. And Bruce Willis. Yeah. Bruce Willis had a, had a, his television program was Moonstruck with Sybil Shepherd. That was a comedy. And when he got Die Hard, they were like, really? He's a comedic actor. And you forget when they really deliver in those roles and they win yeah. all the awards that if Tiffany brought it, brought it. She's she's already being touted as the next Ellen, uh, or at least to fill in Ellen's shoes. She's done whose line is it anyway? Not whose line, uh, uh, the kids one. Kids one. Mm-hmm. Kids say the darn things. Kids say, and, and I I'm just curious to see what she does after. I'm gonna say this, and not to prolong this conversation. I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm gonna name three names in three movies, and I'm gonna tell you why it's awful. Uh, um, Omar, uh, uh, Mike Epps playing uh, Richard Pryor. I want to vomit. You haven't seen. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna vomit. Um, hold on, hold on. Tay Diggs, Tay, not Tay Diggs, uh, Tyrese playing Teddy Pendergrass. I want to vomit. I'm going to vomit and throw up. And um, I don't even know what the last one is. I, I, oh, 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 I know it now. I got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like forgive me. Forgive I don't like me. What you're doing. Old girl from Dreamgirls and American Idol that's going to play Aretha. J Hud? Jennifer Hudson. Oh, Claude, don't do that. Claude just holds these hold people on. in sacred high regard. He holds these people in high regard. He wouldn't April, want April, anybody to play April. Them. Mm-hmm. How much did How much did Jamie Foxx sing during Ray? Zero. It was all dubbed. Because you cannot reproduce. Went, hold on. Hold on. Oh, I see what you're saying. You I, cannot I, I, reproduce the sound of Ray Charles oh, in a true. film. The film of Aretha, respect, they are having J-Hud sing. And well, I get she it. Was, she was Aretha's pick. I, I, and then I, you had the whole I, other film with Cynthia Erivo that just wasn't good. So I have high. Oh, it was so that. bad. That was so bad, wasn't it? That was yeah. so bad. And I think it's going to be the same because at the end of the day, we all know all the songs. There's not a single Aretha Franklin song that's going to be in that movie that we all don't know by heart. And her singing it with her voice is going to take us away from the movie. It's going to take it away. And I'm not ready. I'm not ready to dismiss Mike Epps yet. We'll see. I'm but not um, he's not as funny as Richard. Well, you you know. You know that there's a, a what's the word I'm looking for when you're um, not pantomiming. No, it's a reasonable dis- uh, uh, dis- suspension no, of. Dis- it's when you're mimicking somebody, whatever oh, yeah. that's called. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. think of what it's called. Right Ventriloquism? Now. No, boy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing that it's a thing that um, like like the the SNL guys do. I, I literally can't think of the word. It's so weird. Impressions. 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 Your impressions. Sorry. When you're doing these things, that there's levels to it that you you can subscribe to and allow a certain suspicion of disbelief that we can give J-Hud some distance on being exactly Aretha for her being vocally as powerful while doing her own depiction of Aretha because I think my point in this space because I, I want to say this fast before Claude tries to kill me is that it goes back to what you said April a documentary could be as real as life but a movie's going to sell it more and if J-Hud could bring Aretha to the screen and I'm not saying nobody doesn't know about Aretha, but it gives a different experience to even a younger generation. Is it worth a little bit of sacrifice because it ain't for you? It ain't for me. It ain't for you. But I'm saying, <laughs> it, can it? Can it? Can we allow it to happen? I will say, let's get the the Aretha Franklin story out there to the masses because and I said to say, I said this about you too about Tina Turner until 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 uh, um, old Angela girl, Bassett. Uh, Angela Bassett mm-hmm. did what's love got to do with it. People didn't really know that this happened to her. And then after the movie came out, she, her world changed. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Tina Turner's one of the people that is deeply, deeply. I am deeply, literally means a lot to me. I'm gonna jump in here because I, I want to hear you say this because you're kind of agreeing with me. But I want to hear you say I'm going to allow a certain amount of vocal distance from the but, actual person because Mike Epps can but, deliver. But I'm gonna be real with you. So can Jay. I'm gonna be with you 100. percent 
all of the singing scenes in that movie, Angela Bassett, it was dubbed. Because because Angela Bassett is an actor and not a singer. The problem is, is you have an actor and a singer now mm-hmm. doing a movie. And so we got to get J-Hud because J-Hud is amazing. J-Hud and Dreamgirls doing Effie for Jennifer Holiday was perfect. But you won't allow her read? Because... And to I, the point, come Richard on. story is so rich. I don't know that it needs a comedian yeah. to do it. He Thank has you. such a backstory. And he needs an actor that's really, really good to do it. So, yeah. And again, I just circle back to the comedians turned dramatic actors. I don't think that might would step into this knowing what it's going to be a silly movie if he was going to do it nonsensically yeah i don't think he's going to do that yeah i beg to differ you're saying yeah but you're you're saying maybe he'll surprise here's here's the deal i'm going to watch all three of those i'm going to watch all three of those movies because i for nothing else to be able to hate on them because that's what i do you know for the culture it's supporting black dollars but um april 100% 100% has been a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thank you. Elevated uh, our you, resume of guests so absolutely. I, I appreciate. <laughs> I told y'all this though. Yeah, like, you uh, you did. my cousin, she is the crowning jewel of our family. I can only like bask in her light a little bit. With the cousin, I, I feel like she's you the make cousin we run after, and it's about her. We run after her. <laughs> I, I, it ain't about you. It's about her. Oh, April did. She's this. the crowning jewel of herself. Oh, you did this. Oh, you got a podcast. The, oh, April represents podcasts. <laughs> she's the crowning uh, jewel of herself. Stop trying to add you into yeah. it. No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. What you're gonna say, Steve? April, you've been amazing. Thank you yeah. so much for uh, coming on. I didn't know what to expect uh, when I heard you were, would be on, but I definitely learned from you, and hopefully you got something from us as well. And Absolutely. I personally appreciate you. Thank and, you. Not knowledge, a bunch of entertainment. And as always, April, we will always have you on the Pour Up Podcast as long as you have a drink in your hand ready to pour up. Look, I'm about to go refill up right now, so yes. Uh, you should have did that while we was, while we was rocking. Yeah. You want to stay, stay on, actually? I know. I, I, y'all no. go ahead. But I've had fun, though. Yes. I have had fun. That's uh, what's more important. And I will see you at one of the uh, six or seven major holidays that will end up in, Absolutely. in the Between Thanksgiving year. and Christmas. I'm, I'm going with him. I'll see you too. You hey, come will Mr. James be there? Oh, my God. <laughs> April, do you know Mr. James in the neighborhood? Will he be there? She called uh-uh. him Uncle James. I want to see this. I'm looking forward to meeting Mr. James. Do you know who Mr. James is? Uh-uh. He's a figure, explain this to my he's cousin. He's a figurative please. Representation, right. representation of the dude trying That's to That's knocking get, ankles loose. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> hey, hey, hey April, just different. put Deacon James in front of that. There you go. Right, she right. Know, she yeah. know Deacon James. I know, I know. I, yeah, I know him. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Right, Thank you so much. Thank you Thank so you. much for you coming on. You literally classed up the joint for a good uh, hour and a half, and I appreciate it. I love it. Thank Take you. Care. Thank Bye-bye. you, 100. Bye-bye. Um, Thanks cool. for getting her on. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even when she was just reading her resume, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I told you, she is the chronic jewel of our family, and I, I can only hope to someday be in her position. So I, don't, uh, I don't know why you brought those out, but I'm not drinking. Uh, you are drinking it. I really That's the rule. If I don't make a shot, you have to drink a 99. It will be the, la- it will be the last weekend. It will be the last weekend. I'm not Actually, a shot of it that. will be the last week that we had to take a shot of a 99. Call you should have been on it. Listen, I drive the I know. I had a long. You're My life is more important than taking this 99. I'm arriving home safe. Why we Shout out to, what do we got over there? What is that, by the way? This is crew and cask. Uh, it's a walnut toffee. This ain't enough for three of us. Uh, we got to take a shot of something, Mike. You take a shot of ninety nine. Steve's gonna take a shot of vodka. No, we you know we're all taking ninety nines. No, you know no, stop the bullshit. Y'all are men, and y'all have not been drinking that much. I've been drinking way more. This ain't for me. I'm I'm not going to. I got a radiology appointment to get First my liver. Though, we, we, uh, oh, really? Is that what that. the poor podcast has become? It's Claude and two pussies. You, you say what you when want. You but. walk to your living room and Mike drives three minutes away and my ass is tr- trying all the <laughs> way to Brandon. Hopefully, <laughs> hoping I'm good. Nah. And mine ain't, mine ain't about to try. I'm literally getting my liver ultrasound and I'm not drinking a shot of that right before I go to fuck home and do that at six a.m. I'll tell you what, Steve. 
How about he take a shot of that yeah, I'll finish drinking sweet shit, and you and I take a shot of 1,800 coconut? Uh, I could do that. All right, I will do that. Y'all talk about some stuff. The problem is the 99s. It's fucking 99 proof. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing it before Talk I jump on the road. Like you, we are. Well, you, you you stepped <laughs> out real quick. Like you realize, like <laughs> you, you realize how far I actually. No, you to got a trick, bro. For this shit, and and hopefully I don't see them blue and red lights behind me because hey, I'm finna do the dash. I, yeah. <laughs> hey, have you ever did a dash with the blue never, lights? I've never done have the you dash. Have you ever wanted to do the dash? I've wanted to do. You the ever dash. looked at your dashboard? Like, yeah, I don't uh, know if I got enough horses. I ain't never had <laughs> enough horses. That bitch would slow down. Oh yeah, the, the horses would have gave Why up. Why are they gonna slow down? Horses are trained to, to acquiesce to police. You, you got to smack the ass <laughs> of the horse, so that always makes more faster. Have you ever so, you rode a horse before? So a little bit of an announcement. I rode a horse. Oh, yeah, me too. Club? So a uh, little bit of an announcement uh, for the show. Oh, shit. Hey, salute to this. Like, for, for you, good what, announcement. This is what we're taking it to. Real no, quick. the glass. I oh. love that we're representing Pride Month. <laughs> uh, and your hat too We're representing Pride Bang. Wow <laughs> It ain't even August yet You already firing shots I'm Bang. taking it for Pride Month you know, uh, you know what Sure Sure You will not denigrate the name what of Pride Month What were you about Month. to say though? I was going to gonna say, say so, so, uh, so one thing that I, that I proposed to Mike And I think it's going to happen in the, in the coming shows Is that uh, Mike and I have thought about and, and actually we want to include you in on it too And everybody out in the ether world uh, on any series that we're going to come out with called Drinks on Us and it's literally us interviewing separately people we send them a bottle and they drink and they drink while we talk to them to, and we interview them to your point about uh, wanting to talk more about music that's yeah. going to be the place where we get the one-on-ones and, and yeah. a less general conversation we'll do our music convos and our one-on-one interviews right. and just really get into the bag of what the pour up talks about off live right and on the weeks that I don't have a shot we will actually just throw in a clip of the actual show and you guys can follow that after oh is that why show. this is the that's, last that's, week for this, well, no, it's not the last week. Before. I'm going to make start making shots. Since I've been lazy, ain't gonna lie. But that's also I just want to throw that out there so that everybody knows about that. Uh, Steve didn't know that you're gonna be you're gonna be interviewing people and doing you know no, your I'm thing. With it. Absolutely, uh, we always trying to get new content for Shit Division Media and the Portal Podcast for y'all 100. We do appreciate y'all as fans. Uh, this t- is hey, to we ain't got to, fans. We got family. To family, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. We do have family. And honestly, y'all, y'all don't even understand. It's not last call yet. And I'm going to bring this up in the last call, but 100%, y'all, we appreciate your support. Uh, I feel like just over week after week after week after week, y'all are supporting us. And and, and, and just this might just be me, the producer side of me going, I don't feel worthy, but I appreciate y'all 100% dialing in. Yeah, so. hey, I feel worthy. <laughs> you are because you are worthy, 100%. It's Steve Cash Money Bags, the vampire. You know what I'm talking about? You want to take a shot? Oh, we're doing that right now. <laughs> I, I, I you thought you were still shining him up. No, 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 I'm good. You're not. You're done he's shining. He's thoroughly, up. he's thoroughly wiped. <laughs> he's good to go. The it's polished. Is clean, your highness. He looks like an eight ball right now. <laughs> don't try to speed past what he just. Oh said. no, no, it's like a nine. What, what is the one that's he's brown don't with try the stripe? Speed past what Steve just said. What did he say? You said he's thoroughly wiped, and he said the royal penis is clean. Your highness. Oh, the no, royal penis is clean, your highness. Why would I say that? Because Claw's wiping you down. No one said that. Never. Even when you watch the replay, that's not what. No lie. If I was a prince, that would be the only thing that I want. The royal wife down. So, well, I want to. I would love Remember to have royal babies. We saw Lisa. We saw Lisa at the event. We did don't see. Her, no, we're not. Oh, we'll talk about that in our in our because that's a big deal. The mixing shop. We got yeah. right, to this is to the pour this up, is up, to up in our black representation. Thank you for April uh, O Turner, my cousin, and also my fam, and kind of one of the best people in the world. Y'all, y'all, y'all know her because she don't look for y'all to know her, but y'all gonna know her someday. So, thank you. That's a good shot. Is there a cricket in here? It's very smooth. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I've been trying to kill that. There's a, y'all, there's a cricket in the studio. And I've been looking for it. No, it can't. No, it can't. Because, hey, you know, you know, you know, Geppetto. the cricket. Yeah. 
The cricket. Yeah. Name. It's not conscious. It's um, Geppetto. Oh, oh, uh, no, uh, Jiminy. Yeah, Jiminy. You know he run with a liar. Hey, he light skin. Damn. Ain't got a big nose. He's a long nose. Can my nickname be Pinocchio? You can have whatever you want. Pinocchio. I've been trying to be a real boy for the rest of my life. <laughs> you want to be a real boy? That shot real is boy. really hitting you. It is, it's all You're of the talking nonsense. I am talking nonsense. Don't right serve now. us up a joke on you because yeah, we're going to. Actually, I kind of would love you. I would love that. I told you I want to have a roast for my birthday. Would you participate in a roast for my birthday? Yes. I know <laughs> who will. I know who's going to show up with Joe. Everybody Trey. can show up. Everybody's no, allowed to because what y'all don't really. Remember, he literally is allowed to because you don't understand. But y'all don't get it. A roast is yeah, you roast to me, but I get to literally go in on all of y'all. It's deeper than T showed up so ready for Steve. He had pages of material. Steve is going to be roasting me and then start roasting Steve. I asked for a roast for my personal birthday. When I, I want one. Let's do it. We didn't get it. We didn't get a chance to do it. Justice. Actually, Mike. So Mike. So so Mike. What I told Mike we should roast on air, and he's like, "No, I don't want to roast on air because he's a pussy." And he's like, "Y'all to do it first. So I was like, well, "Let's do a roast in September and November." Sir, I have, the, I, have the, I have the thickest skin in here. What and I said. So was, you did not say that I want to roast. Motherfuckers be changing words. You're you mistaken, said you're let's mistaken, start. You're mistaken skin with ass. <laughs> anyway, fuck you. Um, what Claude said to me was. We should have a roast on your birthday. And I said, if we're going to do a series of roasts, we're not starting with me. We'll start with you, is what I said. And why, then we'll why would back you want They always took the darkest motherfucker when the slaves Sir, was here. I, why did they, why I don't we know can't you start with you? Know, as a major perpetrator of this, I live in a daily roast with you motherfuckers. So you and should I'm not be used giving to you the platform. Yeah, but we're going to start with you. And, and let's see if Fine. you get off. And, I can take and, it. And then we'll go oh, forward. I would get off. I don't think you could take it. Oh, I 100% take it. I don't off. think you could. Because you know, at the end of the day, y'all ain't going to say nothing that ain't true. So I can get mad at the not the truth, e- even a small variation don't, from the truth. Don't that's tell me funny. what I'm gonna write. Okay. I might make up a bunch of lies. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> make up lies. All my, all my shit gonna be true. All my true. Roast. All my shit gonna be true. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all my shit gonna be shit you don't want out. I, no, I don't care. A hundred percent. I would never. I, I would you know, I, I almost wanted to literally sign up for this to film it and literally have people do it. Let's do it. Yeah. 100%. Starting with. Y'all with heard it here on the Port Podcast, uh, January 10th. Can we uh, do it uh, on air? June 10th today. Uh, part of our uh, our episode today on Black Media, our shit division media is going to do a roast of CP34 in got, September. I already got my material right now. I can yeah. I can go right now. Let's just go right now. No, <laughs> you know. Wait, well, I know. I thought you. No, were no, no. We're gonna have a roast in September. That no, gives me time to. Oh, I have no I material. Got, I, got, I gotta write. I gotta I write new, shit about y'all. I will have new material by then. Anyhow, but I got my roast ready right now. <laughs> Y'all niggas. You know, you know how I get off the cuff. Uh, gentlemen, uh, yeah, it's time for Last Call. Last Call for Alcohol. Oh, Mike's a fucking great show, by the way. Um, Mike, do you want to go first today? I'll pop it off. Yeah, pop it off. Black representation is very important, and I love how we're represented on every level and all things and all challenges are equal, and everybody who's done something is worthy, and thank you for what you've done. I need to do more. I wanted to start this media company to do just that. And if you got a show out there and an idea, holler at your boy and my team with, with my co-partner, Claude, and, and Guru. We could put something together for you to try to get more black voices and more content creators out there. Shit Division Media, at Shit Division Media, that's where you're watching this. And I want to end off my last call with this one point. I'm surprised nobody said Martin. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, I am too. Well, the, you know what it is? It's because y'all didn't, y'all didn't, y'all didn't sign up to come on and be on the show. Because I know that there's people out there. 
the, I will, it's in my I heart. Say, it's in my heart, but not, I, I gotta be. I gotta keep it a buck. A few people said it in the comment section. I posted a post on Facebook. This isn't part of my last call, but just reading through a couple. Martin did get mentioned. You have Family Matters, Jamie Foxx show, um, Sister Sister, and a bunch of the UPN. Oh, and yeah. th- there's even Disney shows that we didn't even get to talk about. Like UPN that. So, Fox was big, big in the nineties. That was so black people. They literally put us on. Mm-hmm. It's ironic that they are also producing Fox News, Fox, which is yeah. not in our. Uh, Two hands and two pots. San Francisco yeah. got mentioned. Good times. Shout out to everybody in the comment section. Thank y'all. And that's my last call. Steve? Yes. Um, yes. Support support everything black. And could we do more? Sure. Are we doing enough? Uh, probably not. But sometimes your your enough doesn't look like enough to other people. Um, yeah. So just do whatever you can. And just extend. Always reach back. Every time you jump over that wall, extend your hand back to, to help someone else over that wall. I think we had a great podcast. Uh, salute to April. I love the fact she was on. She brought a lot of insight. Um, yes, no one said. I, I agree. No one said Martin, but but also we also just said what was helped That's us to get our there. Opinion, like, you know? yeah, obviously, we all fuck with Martin. Yeah. And my last call is it's with with this Martin shit. Martin came for me later in life for my fully understanding. My fully understanding started with two two seven, and then jump me into a uh, family matters and then so on and so forth. But you, you understand what you understand when you can right. finally understand yeah. it. You get to it when you get to it. Right. And right. even though they're all, they're all in, um, in the same basket, if you will. Yeah. And then, so we kind of just, it's what it is. And I had a, uh, I enjoyed this one. I will say Martin living single, uh, mm-hmm. uh, out tonight. That was a Patti LaBelle show that was on on Fox for a little while. Th- those black centered shows, all black centered shows we talk about today are always in my heart, and I and I I vibe with all of them. But we're talking about the best produced, the best, when you was the ones the big impact. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I learned. I with you on in mm-hmm. the night, but um, I, I I have to go back to something you said. I, I'm gonna comment on it and be it's real. Support black. But it ain't wrong to support black and also support whatever you like too. Like you, you, there's there's a lane for everybody, and when we talk about things like supporting black, it is a little bit for our people because we have a hard time supporting ourselves. And it's not a diss to you. It's not to make you feel bad about it because at the end of the day, everybody supports everybody. But we we're the ones that have been needing help for a long ass time. So so when Steve talks about his his buddy that has a smoke shop that has the clothing company the the all all of the above that's a buck that's a buck but but it's not saying that he don't do other things too he does 100 percent. that's not like fuck the people who the white owned businesses too no it's the hey let me let me i'm gonna buy a t-shirt today and i say hey my boy got a fire ass company that has t-shirts and i want a new Mm t-shirt i'm gonna go there you know that in supporting black business you're also supporting small businesses which Mm -hmm. run our country Mm mm-hmm so understand and, that and, too. and doing something like circulate in right the dollar, which we'll talk about that in, in uh, that's that's actually in uh, two, two episodes weeks, from two, now. Two, so two, two episodes from now, we we'll get to that. Uh, so black businesses color. show up. I want to see your man yeah. CJ show up. Not that I don't think he will. I, all the businesses we met at the mixing shop yeah. and everybody we've ever done business with right. show up. And let's always talk cut about in on my last call. I, I just I wanted to add to. Oh, it. thank you, thank you. <laughs> you did, you did, you did that. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't try to steer it away. <laughs> uh, so so I say that that to say this, and end of the day. We are sixteen to thirteen to sixteen percent of this country, and it's not us complaining or bitching or whatever. Because at the end of the day, I love my country. And I love where I'm from. I can't do what I do in any other country. And to be real with you, it's it, it, this it's the ironic thing about America. Yes, we were our ancestors brought over here without their permission and against their will. But we have literally made lemons uh, lemonade out of lemons, and um, I have to say that is that is our culture, and that's what we're celebrating this month. 
And that's what we celebrate in this episode because we literally made lemonade out of lemons. Facts. So understand when we talk about celebrating Juneteenth, it's not to disparage Mexicans, whites, Asians, everybody else. It's to celebrate the fact that we're all here, but hey, we're here too. And that's why I told y'all in the beginning, I'm not arguing with any black males. We're all perfect. Listen, and that's why I also <laughs> right. like, and I ain't got time to argue with, with, with y'all, especially, especially Mike and Claude, especially Mike. I ain't gonna argue with you if you're G-spotting your ass. <laughs> On that note, guys. Mike, Mike, Mike you're G-spotting your ass. I ain't gonna I, argue with I you. I heard doctors talk about such things. I never tested the theory. But, but I'm not gonna argue with you because your G-spot is in your ass. I ain't got time to argue with a nigga with a G-spot in his ass. You're weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> Claude, you too. <laughs> but not you. No. Uh, <laughs> lots of great things <laughs> come from yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my I'm God, yeah. that shit removed. Lots of, lots of great things come from Sidivision Media and Sidivision Fan. Push Supreme uh, has some uh, album release coming out next week. We'll talk about it a little bit later. We're going to do some things about it. Just stay tuned, everybody, for everything that's coming out for Sidivision Media and the Portal Podcast. Uh, Mike, who are you? I am Mike Lay, a.k.a. Hillsborough Slim. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do I am CP34. Steve Cash, Money Bags, aka the Fitness Addy. Don't forget the past. I'm not arguing with none of you niggas with G spots in your ass. <laughs> now you wish you wasn't dancing to it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has this has been the Poor Up Podcast. Special thanks to April A. O. Turner. Yeah, thank you. Thank y'all. Thank y'all be safe. We I got out. Hands, Steve. We out. <laughs> <laughs>